If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. I'm gone. Unless you didn't want the intro. Oh, shit. Uh, 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 <laughs> All I do is win, 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 no matter what. I got a confession. Listen to Usher. <laughs> like, I'm going to just start with my favorite songs for that one. Like, fuck it. Next week, I'm doing Positive K. I got a man. So, co- so a couple weeks ago, news hit me and was like, working on the intro. That'd be lit. Right now. Because I don't know. Brasco's out robbing dice games or something. I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> news hit me like, working on the intro. About to go in the studio right now. That was six weeks ago. Well, <laughs> still no intro. He's probably still in line at the Louis store. <laughs> Dog, speaking of dice, niggas is diced out. Niggas is dicing it up. Wow. Like, 29th and Gerard is like, it's like Macau. That's how that shit looks right now. Oh Dog, I'm telling you, it's like, it's non-stop yeah. dice games. Oh, yo, I went to a Chinese store across street from my depot the other day, right? And I went to go get a hot tea. Rook, did you know that they don't have, like, a hot water dispenser or, like, a hot pot? In oh, the they make it in a wok. They boil the yeah, water yeah, yeah, in the wok. In the wok. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that shit. So, it like, he scrubbed the wok <laughs> with a little brush, and then he started, I'm, I'm looking at him, what the fuck is he doing? He boiling the water. Then he puts the water in a styrofoam cup with the, the bag. I'm just like, yo, y'all ghetto as shit back there, dog. Like, what the fuck? But while I was in the Chinese store, you know how they sell dice? Yeah. Like the little holder. There are none. It was two white dice. <laughs> <laughs> All the dice were just Those going. Those were Monopoly dice. Yo. <laughs> like, I saw a nigga had, no, I'm not exaggerating. He had a horse tied up at 29th and Gerard and was shooting dice. Oh, y'all shooting? You know, you know niggas ride horse. You know, all yeah. every neighborhood got like a, a group of like desperados that ride horses yeah. and shit. Like Southwest, they be over like uh Pascal Project. Yeah, those niggas, is the niggas, horse niggas. Niggas, the stars of that Mario Van Peebles yeah, movie. Posse. Yeah, <laughs> niggas be on that posse. West Philly, it's like Belmont Ave. Those is like the horse niggas from out west. And 29th Street, the horse niggas, them, them the horse niggas up north. The nigga had the horse tied to the bike joint was shooting dice to 29th and Draw. It's 29th and Draw. I'm talking about it be cars, double park, the trolley can't get past. It be nuts, dog. It be 40, 50. Niggas pulling up. Oh, niggas shooting? Hold, on, hold on, Grandma. It be 40, 50 motherfuckers out there on that corner shooting dice, dog. It be insane, yo. And it's Dice game. You go up on the 49, turn on the York Street. It's all little just dice, young nigga dice games, old nigga dice so games. So basically, what you're saying is niggas gotta graduate from the local dice game to get to 29. Like Durant. you gotta get called. Did they call you and be like, look, the 48 coming, get on that one? <laughs> yeah, we fine. heard you just crack niggas down 28th and Dolphin, man. Yo. Nigga, you've been summoned to 29 and Gerard. Yo, niggas is shooting dice all over the place, yo. Everywhere. My homie who like. Don't get in the nose street, nothing. Like, he hit me the other day, was like, yo, uh, where you at? I was like, I'm in the crib. He's like, oh, all right, yeah, I'm up uh, I'm up on Rockland. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's a popping dice game up here. I'm like, what? What in Rockland? I'm up Rockland. Anything in Rockland, nigga. The whole Rockland is indicted no. from fucking, uh, from, from Deuce Hood down. Uh, like, anything in Rockland, I'm cool. Like, I'm up Rockland. It's a popping dice game. Oh, motherfuckers are shooting dice everywhere. Yeah, niggas have definitely taken matters into their own hands. Yeah. Man. They just say, yeah, we're going to get this money by any means. Niggas are out here wilding with their bread, yo. So off off air, before we started, we was talking yeah, we about like talk about the, the, the general PUA shit or whatever like that. We, call, the, we call it the PUA. The PUA, yeah. <laughs> so, the, so the PUA is a pandemic unemployment assistance. So 
basically the the pool is four people that are like alternative workers, independent contractors, business owners, gig workers, shit like that that otherwise don't qualify for a typical unemployment but you work and you pay some measure of taxes to the United States government. So, in order to stimulate the economy, they came up with this program all over the country specifically for, you know, people that are alternative type of workers. However, motherfuckers that ain't never worked nowhere in life figured out that the system was so ambiguous that they could get a check too. Right. So insert modern day Philly, Detroit, Miami, Atlanta, Indiana, Chicago, etc. And it's literally like the Dave Chappelle reparation skit right uh, now all it, over the country. It, all right. So the other day I saw a tweet. Well, I've seen a lot of tweets <laughs> about, about the poor and you got people who are like on completely opposite sides of the the uh, the net, if you will. People are like pissed at the poor. People are like, "Why y'all so mad at the poor?" And it's just the fact that y'all are running amok. That's the that's the issue that's going on. Like motherfuckers is literally just they tearing up the department stores. They tearing up the designer store. They they're just running. Wild right now. So you got people who like getting checks that never got checks this big in their life. Correct. People are out here getting 15, 17, 20, 25. I know somebody got $37,000. It's crazy. Holy shit. And my homie, my, shout out Mo, I was talking to Mo the other day. He was like, yo, you know, he's a real life contractor. Like he's yeah. real life and he filed for the shit. He got a big check and he was like, Yo, I legit like haven't even because he's like I really don't. You know, they they already shut down the unemployment, the extra money. So yeah. it's like we really don't know what's gonna happen, especially going into the fall. Like you know, we just don't exactly. know. But he like his little cousins got. I think he said they got like a dime a piece. He was like, I'm on Instagram and I was flipping through uh, Suplex, yeah, the, their IG story, and he was like, I just happened to like in the IG story. He's like, I look, I see these niggas holding up bags and shit <laughs> in, in the in the store. So he's like, the fuck, so he hit him. He's like, I'm a little cousin. Like, yo, what the fuck, y'all? You, he's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you just down Suplex. We dropped a bag on him. You know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. We dropped we dropped a little twelve in there. It's like, dog, yo, twelve what? Bracks. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, dog, motherfuckers is running. Wild, and he like, yo, what the fuck is it? And I'm like, really, what it is is people who've never gotten this type of money at one time. Yeah. Even like realistically, I work. My check every week is pretty decent, but they don't just haul off and <laughs> here go gonna pay for ten weeks here in a row. Pay for next three months. <laughs> <laughs> here go thirty five. Like it don't happen like that. Yeah. So it's like people are getting these checks and they've never gotten that much money in their life and they've been on Instagram looking at Instagram for the last five, six years. Yeah. They've been listening to the little baby talking about he went to Revive and dropped 50 on all of the guys and he's like, you want to try to fly out to Revive real quick? <laughs> like, that's how motherfuckers is acting. So, wow. shout out Ange. I hit her the other day. She worked at Neiman's and Ange was just like, yo, the store is empty. Yeah. We, have, we have nothing. I was, I was, I, I, she I was like, the, they're buying the ugly shit. Yeah, like, listen, the ugly shit doesn't Niggas is in Neiman's like, all right, so, uh, so it's no Gucci, no look. What you got in Aquazor? <laughs> like, niggas, niggas is just trying shit. Duh. What was them shirts that Diego Corrales trainer used to wear? The wild, the Robert Graham oh, yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, Robert Graham. Niggas like, y'all, what's up? Y'all got some Robert Graham polos? Y'all got some short sleeves? They show shit? Robert Graham Jones at DXL. And Bull was like, you want to look at our Robert, new Robert Graham collection? I'm like, them hoodies are doing way too much for me. It's way too much for them. Yeah, like, like my man Kaze said it the best. He was like, bro, the PUA shit turned. 
people into who they always wanted to be. It's not So if a nigga wanted to be a flogging ass, I get money nigga, da da da. He might got his first 10, 15, 20 racks. He, he that nigga right now, at least for a short amount of time. And I'm like, well, bro, what happens when the money run out and then they got to go back to being broke? He said, bro, he said the most poignant shit ever. He said, bro, they've been broke their whole life. They know how to be broke and still be able to get some pussy, go to go get some sneaks, finesse a bitch, blah, blah, blah. They don't care about being broke. They want to be the nigga for dog, three months. I'm telling you. And that's what the fuck is going on right now. I, I When she said, I'm just like, what you mean empty? She was like, you want me to send you a picture? It's nothing in here. Like, they're, they're anything. They're, I, I was in there last Saturday. And I went in there to get uh, my girl some sunglasses, and I went in there, John, and the whole, like, dude, it's a one-way-out, one-way-in thing. You can't mm-hmm. enter through the mall. Right. You can only enter from the valet, right, se- the valet side or whatever valet like side, that. Yeah. There's social distancing dots on the floor, and you got to, like, follow a trail in order to go in. There's nothing over that. That whole men's side, there's nothing over there. Then, in order to get into the men's shoes section, because it was so flooded, you have to wait in line to get into the men's sneaker shoe area downstairs. That's wild. That's terrible. It's crazy. I think news was saying it was like, yo, it's a line at like the Louis store, the Gucci city. Like, I've never seen no shit like this. Other yo. morning, I'm up. Early, I'm up early by Chad Sanders. I'm up 10 something in the morning. I had to meet somebody at 251 DeKalb. I go over there, go meet somebody at 251 DeKalb. I said, damn, I'm up here by the mall. It's early before 11. I should be able to get right in, Louis, because I'm chasing these other millionaires. I go to in the mall. I sit in the car for like 20 minutes. I'm on the phone, whatever, whatever. I finally get up the muster. I'm going in the mall. I go in the mall. It's nine motherfuckers in line at Louis Vuitton already at 11.15 in the morning. Y'all just opened at 11. What are y'all buying? Motherfuckers got fucking uh, bonnets on, <laughs> scarves on, and uh. shit. And I'm just like, yo, it's Tuesday morning. You're not going nowhere today. Nothing's open. Uh, you may or may not be going on vacation somewhere, but you didn't even come here with a plan. You don't even know what the fuck you're trying to buy. You just like, I'm going to just go up Louie and just figure and, it and out. And that's really what it, what it is. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. All from here, making videos, taking pictures, shit that they're not, they not going to buy. People have to be getting ready to run out of money soon. I was, <laughs> I was telling Paul the other day, I'm like, it, excuse me, it's crazy to think, but it's like, yeah, when you've never had these things and you've been watching these things, like I said, all it takes is looking at Meek IG story long enough or looking at Lil Baby or looking at whatever video is yeah. popping on the Twitter time, and motherfuckers is literally like, Man, I'm going to get some of that shit. I'm going down. And, and they haul <laughs> off and hit you with, like I said, 15, 20, 25. Motherfuckers have never had that in their lives. They don't even understand, like, 
oh, this is supposed to, like, get me through the next couple of weeks. So I was basically, we was talking about it was, like, people on Twitter, like, oh, why y'all so mad at motherfuckers because they getting money from the government? And it's like, it's not that you getting money from the government. Whatever. That, you know, that's normal. I'm, I'm about to be on workers' comp, nigga. Like, that's just <laughs> what the fuck it For is. For the fifth time. For the 19th time, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, it just is what it is. But the, the reality of it is y'all got this money and... You know, it, it, it's just mind blowing watching these because it's like she was saying, Doug. Every I've, I've been here for all the big events. Think about all star house. All star game came to Philly one year. Yeah. Neiman's wasn't out of fucking clothes. <laughs> you know, yeah, plenty of shit like, in the back. You know what I'm saying? Like she, I've never seen nothing like this. Yeah. And like I saw somebody the other day on Twitter, like uh, y'all out here telling people they need to start businesses with the money they get from the pool. Like you know how stupid it is to start a business right now. Da, da, da. And I was like, look. Starting a business, no, because businesses fail. But yeah. at the same time, buying nine belts it's for seven hundred dollars is productive just, either. That's just yeah, it's like there's just no reason for it. Like you were saying, there are no Rolexes around. Yeah, I was, are, I was about to say there are no Rolexes. Like there's no bullshit Rolexes. There's no good Rolexes. There's no in, intermediate Rolexes. There are no Rolexes. Like my uh, jeweler Danny gets Rolexes probably once a week. He might get anywhere between four to fifteen Rolexes when he getting them from his his distributor or whatever. They are all gone by the time I get there three days later, and I'm just like, I'm he he in the beginning of the shit like right around between like April and May he was like, all of the little Jones I was selling for thirty five hundred fifty three hundred fifty five hundred they're gone. Everything's inf- I had to inflate everything in order to slow it down and they're still gone. So that means every nigga that could have got a watch for 3500, you paid 53 to 55 for 6 grand if he was being real nasty that day. And when you Whole go time back the to- shit ain't worth but 22. <laughs> when you come back to sell it, he got 15 for you. So, in order to help y'all out, this is a PSA. I got 1600 for you <laughs> because I'm going to go down there with nine of y'all bullshit Rolexes and I'm playing let's make a deal for a present. So that's that. So then he said all the out-of-town niggas, all of Baltimore, New York, D.C. niggas came up and bought all the big shit, all the Prezies, all the APs, all the Sky Dwellers, like all the shit that's 15000 and up. Them niggas grand. came and bought all of them Jones or whatever like that. And I'm just like, there there are no fucking watches, bro. Like, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. I, I, went, I was in uh, Vegas a week and a half ago, and... I went in the Rolex store in um, the Caesars, and they had so much shit in there. I'm like, yo, we don't have nothing at home. <laughs> like, it was confusing. I'm like, Torno hasn't had nothing for months. Our uh, secondary uh, jewelers don't have shit. They had all type of shit in there. Uh, Non-Prezies, Rose Gold, Sky Dwellers. They had a Root Beer, GMT, like mm. all type of crazy shit in there for retail. I was talking to my homie the other day. He worked at Hertz, and he was Oh, Listen. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> What ha- and the reason was one of my homegirls got into a uh, basically somebody hit her car while, while it was parked. So she had an insurance claim. But but I'll tell you how crazy this shit is. The girl who hit her car, I can't remember the whole story. Long story short, she needed a fucking car, and the motherfuckers told her we'll pro- we'll try to bring you a car on like Thursday, but it was like Sunday. <laughs> and, and she was like, "What?" So she and I, I was like, "I know somebody worked for her. Let me holler at him." I called him. I'm like, "Yo, do y'all?" Because he out uh, 69th Street. He was like, "Dog, like the fleet is empty." Yeah. And I was like, oh, y'all ain't got nothing up there? He was like, no, nigga, like, Hertz.com, like, we don't have anything. There is nothing. She, he was like, 309 South Philly, 69th Street, um, City Ave, 
We have no cars. Yeah. They're all gone. Niggas have money. They're they're renting. She, he was like, no, I'm not even joking. Like economy, compact, nigga, church vans, whatever. Yeah, the whatever fuck the fuck you got. <laughs> whatever the fuck you got. My little brother, give me a car. My little, my adopted little brother worked. He assistant manager at the one on City Ave. He straight up was like, bro. Number one, there are no cars. Number two, every car that comes back that is getting returned has damage on it because <laughs> <laughs> because niggas are outside driving like Fast and Furious and fucking We Paid video. Like it's not like we weren't being facetious when we say that. Like they are literally doing this. Can I talk about my accident? Please. Yo, listen. The um the other night I'm doing overtime to 49. I get done. I'm chartering into the depot. I'm coming up 33rd Street. I crossed Cumberland. I'm the da- you in the danger zone. Yeah, you shouldn't be shouldn't alone. Be alone. <laughs> right. I'm coming up 33rd Street. I crossed Cumberland. The lady is coming down. She balling, but you know she in her lane. I mean, we you know we passing each other. Yeah. Out of nowhere, she just loses control of the car. She swings all the way to the right. She almost hits the parked cars, and she just cuts the wheel, and she's coming. I'm, I'm looking at her like, what the fuck? And before I could say that, boom! I'm talking about we hit head on. Like, mm-hmm. So my initial, th- she was going 40, 45 miles an hour. My initial joint, the, you know, of course my shit is ringing because it's loud as fuck. Yeah. My initial thought was, oh, shit, I killed her. I swear to God, that was what went. I'm like, oh, shit, she dead. Because the front, the engine is, like, in the car. Like, the whole whole dashboard is, like, in the car. The engine smashed up through the shit. The windshield, all the windows, the airbags and shit, the roof caved in. So I'm like, oh, shit, she dead. I hit, we got a... We got an RTT and a PRTT, like a request to talk, priority request to talk. Then we got like an emergency joint, like a red button. Yeah. It's like the danger joint. Like you hit that, it like dis- eh, eh, dispatches eh. them. Right. So I hit that. The phone rings immediately. Control, like, operator, you are. I'm like, yo, look, lady just crossed over my lane, hit me head on. Send rescue. She's got to be fucked up. Send the helicopters. As I say that, I look, and she's running up the street. I'm like, oh, no, she all right. It's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Making a radio check. This bitch all right. I get off the bus. She going up the block. I'm like, yo, she fucking serious right now? Uh, Shout out Kyrie Slick. Of course, he was out there. You know, that's his block. They all come the fuck out there. The whole neighborhood, because the shit was just so fucking loud. She... Went up the street, came back down. Her and the boyfriend, they had this cockamamie. This, this is my favorite part. Some oh, co- yeah, the victim on the porch. Dude, he, the boyfriend <laughs> comes start looking through the car. So the cop, like, yo, what is you doing? Mind you, when the cops pulled up, they like, to me, like, yo, where the, where the person in the car? I'm like, oh, she ran. He was like, oh, you ain't trying to stop her? I'm like, I don't got my cuffs. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, I ain't know I was supposed to do a citizen's arrest. This bitch trying to run. You there. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I ain't got my cuffs, fam. So... The boy, he come back, he start looking through the car. So the cop, like, yo, what is you doing? He like, oh, this my whip. He like, you was driving? And I'm to myself, I'm like, no, it was a chick. He was like, yo, you was, he, oh, you was driving? He was like, no, no, the victim over there on the porch. So he was like, victim? He was like, yeah, she got hit by the bus. So I'm just like, what? So <laughs> they go get her ass. So she was on like some random porch and shit. She come out talking about she tried to go around a double parked car and I sped up to not let her come around. I'm just like, there was nobody on the street but us. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like telling him, I'm like, no, she was driving like she was in the Otis video right. and lost control of the fucking car. I'm like, there was nobody on the street but us. And they took her. 
They was like, yeah, we, yeah, cause her head was bust the fuck open, whatever, whatever. And they was like, yeah, we gonna take her down. You know, he's like, she seemed inebriated, but the head trauma. So he like, we gonna do the blood alcohol at the, at the joint. So he walk off. Then the cop come back. He like, yeah, this shit is the registration suspended. Ain't no insurance. So she getting booked regardless. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, yo, it's crazy because we literally just had the conversation about how reckless yeah. the driving has been, and it's almost gotten worse. The other day, swear to God, this was the day before. That shit happened Monday. On Sunday, I was doing a 49. It sits at 33rd and Dolphin. You know, it's on 33rd. Last yeah. reason I was right there when the shit happened. We parked. Me and my man Jesse, we standing there talking. You know 33rd and Dolphin. You know how you can come through the drive to mm-hmm. come up to the light? Yeah. The nigga comes up through the drive and pulls up. The light is red to go, like, cross 33rd Street. He does two donuts in his car. <laughs> Like two big ass riding spinners doing it for big shafts the donuts, and he was in an Infinity M37. Like it wasn't even no burnout <laughs> donut car. Like it it wasn't no like it wasn't like he was in like a Challenger. Yeah. Or no, you know, it was he, just he must like have, he must, his PUA must have hit. So he <laughs> he did the two big ass. It's broad daylight, no hose. It's just two fat up the driver standing there. Me and my man Jay. <laughs> he does the donuts and then peels the fuck off. My man Jesse turns around was like. That poor. I'm like, like, dog. Like, that poor got motherfuckers just doing anything, yo. Yo, my favorite poor story so far. Poor is the greatest shit ever. Philly. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. First Atlanta weekend, right? My man was down there. He said he was in the, uh, in I think in the Saks in the Saks in Phipps Plaza, he said the lady was like, "Yeah, um, where'd everybody get these blue debit cards? All you guys are paying." With? <laughs> 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 is that a new design? <laughs> <laughs> what bank is? Is that some up north shit? That's funny as shit. Shout out to the Relia card, yo. But yeah, man, motherfuckers is really just outside doing. Anything, just anything, buying anything, going anywhere, and not even on like a high class level. Like it's not even like all just designer shit. Like you know, I drive the bus downtown. Yeah, motherfuckers is coming out of Forever Twenty One with bags. Yeah, and shit. no, wh- wh- so, whatever level some people was at, they rise up what's to the, the next level. On Eighth and Market, it's a line every day. Eighth and Market, it's, they got red bags. Oh, um, Century Twenty One. Century Twenty One. The line is around to like where yeah. Ross is. You need a permission slip to get the Century Twenty One. Day, dog, it's nuts. I'm like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, Century Twenty One get the polo tees, so that's what be driving that's all the. That video was it was like rumbling and shit. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Nigga had the Paula Jones. They said, "Fuck out of here, dickhead!" <laughs> Kicked all the tees. Dog, it's like if, no matter where you go, what's going on, people are just they there, they out. The other day, McCormick and Schmidt, it was uh, it was like five young chicks. Eating, they all had on furry flip flops and scarves, <laughs> and I was like, you could tell that they just don't know about going out, or but they just like fuck it, let's go downtown. Like, oh, this is where McCormick and Schmidt is. At. And and the waiter, look, my 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 girl was like, the waiter looks so annoyed, and I was like, yeah, because he got to bring eight checks when that <laughs> shit is over with. Like you know, motherfuckers don't got no sense yet, and they just out, people just out, and it's like it's not necessarily a bad thing, but yeah. my my thing, and this again, not hating or none of that shit. At the end of the day, I'm getting money I got you know whatever whatever why are y'all just relentlessly spending and buying shit and doing shit instead of just like taking a step back and being like yo 
Yeah, because here's the thing. Like you said, you might not get a check for three or four months. Here's the thing. There's people, like you said, it's people. It's, it's people on both sides of the argument. And then it's a chasm, like in between. It's a bunch of gray area. And it's like, yeah, you might not necessarily take your last money and start a business, but you also shouldn't just be spending indiscriminately because you know you got more another thousand dollars coming every Wednesday. Like in the grand scheme of things, that shit is not a lot of fucking money. No. Like, and it can get dark in a hurry. And they have literally my homegirl. She live in uh, she live in Paris, but. She's a uh, she an attorney licensed in uh, state of PA. They con they're contacting attorneys that want to work freelance to work for the government to scrutinize SBA loans and the fucking PUA shit mm -hmm. because they're like yo it's it's rampant fraud it's, with it's the egregious. shit. Like, so it's now they've made they've taken a step with the PUA to where you got to verify your identity now in order to get to continue being able to get your money because motherfuckers is filing it in other people's names dead motherfuckers shit like that. So it's like they'll send you some initial money and then they'll cut that shit off. And then you got to verify your identity in order to keep getting paid. Have you noticed that there is a crazy spike of temp tags on the street? The little white New Jersey paper tags? Duh, listen, the car swerved around the bus the other night. He went past, like, I'm down my left side of the bus, like the most dangerous shit ever. Flew right through the red light. Mind you, it wasn't like he went past me because I was picking people up. Nigga, the light was red. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting there. He came Nigga, down. you on some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, some I'm through this, Joe. He came around my left side, went stone through the red light. You know the back bumper where the the tag is? It was gone. <laughs> like, all, you could see the trunk. Like, it was just no back of the car. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, motherfuckers is in anything, though. Like, literally just outside in anything. I just got this, Joe, from Co-Parts. Mouth head. The other, the, uh, the, um, what's the, the prison on Fairmount? Uh, Eastern oh, State. Eastern State. 48 comes to, to that corner. You know, uh, are you familiar with that? Uh, what's the, what the, what the fuck is the, uh, what street do you come up? 22nd. Yeah. You come up 22nd to Fairmount. So are you familiar with that corner? Yeah. Very. So you know when you make the left turn, you make the slight right turn to go up to Aspen Street. That's the way the 48 goes. Okay. So, like, if, if this is the prison and this is, like, the street, you basically, you're at the light and you make the left, but then you make a quick right yeah, yeah, yeah. up to that mm -hmm. little block. And that yeah. goes up to, like, Brown Street and shit. As toward I, Gerard. Toward Gerard. As I make the left and then make the slight right onto the block, this is a one-way street. I see fucking a car coming at me. I'm just like, the fuck is Bull doing? I lay on the horn. He's coming dead at me down the one-way street. He gets up to where we at. Young nigga, he got the hood on with the hood tied. So I'm just like, oh, he's shooting niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and as he gets up to where I'm at, I had my window crack cracked. So I'm like, yo, this a one way. He was like, fuck out of here, And <laughs> on the right, it went down Fairmount. <laughs> I was like, no, you can't even stop him, dog. Like, uh, I'm on my way to a drill, old head. Like, fuck you. But, but my thing is, like, you're not even in, like, a, uh, you know, a... Uh, I guess on that side of the tracks, yeah. like nigga, we in Brewery Town, like you're on Fairmount <laughs> Avenue, driving the wrong way down the street, and just they don't care. And it's wild because a lot of these people, like the chick the other night, no license, shit suspended, on, I'm out here, Damn. and that's how bad this shit is. My man Hig, when I got hit the other day, Hig saw me next day. Hig was like, "Dog, we, my, me and the same conversation me and you had on the podcast, yeah. we had that shit the day before." He's like, "Dog, we literally just," because he was like, "Yo, is it just me?" Or is the driving just ridiculous right now? Yeah. The craziest part is, 
the the accent I had with the shorty was Monday. On Friday night, I almost got hit on the 48. Did you see the video the chick that ran the chicks over on 25th and Cambridge? Yeah. They chased them right past me. I was on a 48, coming around the depot, my last trip. I was done. Yeah. I get to uh, 26 in Clearfield. They flying down Clearfield, roll right through the stop sign. So I'm just like, what the fuck? I turn behind them. We get to 27 in Clearfield. Cops jump out the cars. Cop got the gun on the car. Bitch blows right through it, smacks the cop car, goes down to Edding Street. She turns out Edding, so the cops is all jumping back in their cars. They basically setting up a perimeter, like one going down 27th, one going down Clearfield, the other one going down this. So I come down 27th, I make the right on Allegheny. It's a couple of my homies sitting in front of the depot. Mind you, it's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, did any of y'all see that? I open the door. I'm on Allegheny with the bus in front of the depot. I'm like, yo, didn't none of y'all see that? They like, what? I'm like, y'all ain't see the bitch getting chased by the cops. Y'all ain't see it. I was like, she just hit the cop car. My man Roy was like, no, what the fuck you talking about? So as he said that, he like, oh, shit. I look in the rear view, cops chasing them. They behind me. I'm like, oh, shit. The bitch comes past my joint. The whole front end of the car is under the car. Sparks is flying out from the side, Bruh. and she coasting along. Roy, like, she not even driving fast. She doing, like, 30. I'm like, it's a Nissan Sentra. How the fuck fast she going to go? He's like, it didn't even seem like the cops was, like, really chasing him. I'm like, fuck no. He on a computer just putting in the charges. <laughs> just following the bitch. They got him at a... The laundromat on 25th and Allegheny. And then later that night, I saw the video. I'm like, oh, those are the chicks that was getting chased. Yeah. That's where it started. Holy she, shit. She drove up on the curb and, like, ran motherfuckers over. Like, that wasn't no accident. And the cop was that was there on the <sighs> scene, he wasn't even tripping. He was just like, oh, shit. Did you see the video of them rumbling the other day? The cops was like, man, let them go. Fuck we going to do. In the town. The town was active the other day. <laughs> it was going at it. Cops like fuck is we gonna do man And it's wild because at the end all be all to all of this shit Y'all got money Y'all finally got some nice clothes You got Rolexes And you still acting like eight Can we go there Why are we at 260 murders for the year huh. So far It's ridiculous though It's what August 8th We at 260 Kids is getting their shit blown. Like it's it's nuts. On a regular though. On a regular kids. Remember that little stint where women was getting shot left and right? That was kids. Now it's like kids just getting shot left and right. And it's just like, damn, y'all I, I go shoot dice. I'd rather you do that than yeah, it's, it's definitely a dice game in your in your perimeter. <laughs> like you could easily get to. It's nuts because it's like we're going through the pandemic. We're all going through the shit together. But it just seems like there's a world where they're going out and they're walking the dog and playing frisbee and then going to nice little diners and di- drives, dive-ins yeah. and shit, you know, whatever, diners, drive-ins and dives and shit. They're going there and, you know, they just living life and getting back to their norm. And then it's another side where it's just it's just mayhem, like, through this shit. And yeah, it, it's, shit. It's, it's nuts. You know what you made me think about? Um, do you, you ever watch Diners and Drivers and Dives? Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but, but I've you seen know a good about, amount. Of, I know the concept of it. So you know about Guy Fieri? Of course. Like you know all his shit, whatever, whatever. So I don't know why motherfuckers, like, my man Irv just didn't. I guess he just didn't know he was, like, filthy rich. Yeah. Like, he's filthy rich. <laughs> like, man, who this fucking trailer park trash keep going to these uh, so, dive bars? So we, we at Harris playing poker like we normally do and shit. And the Philly Pub, which is a restaurant in Harris, Guy Fieri owns it now. Now okay. it's like it's Guy Fieri's, whatever the fuck it's called, but it's his restaurant now. So they 
If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Shut it down for the remodeling grand opening. You know, he comes to the grand opening, of course. So we in the valet, like, you know, getting out of the car, whatever. My one homie was smoking. We talking. So it was a bunch of people, you know, just being around and there, like little news crews and shit, whatever, whatever. So Guy Fieri pulled up in a red Ferrari, right? Yeah. So he pulls up to the front of the casino in a fucking red 488 Italia Ferrari and shit, spider, top down and shit. He hops out. He had the biggest, brightest bust-down AP <laughs> you ever fucking Factory seen shit, yeah. in your life. Like, it was ridiculous. And I, I ain't even like a, like, to me it's like over-the-top gaudy, but some of them joints, but that shit was like, Damn, boy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So my man Irv, we pulled up in the Rory and then jumped out with, you know, with the big ass wife. My man Irv was like, you only understand this if you really understand Guy Fieri the show. He was like, God damn, I didn't know they was getting money like that out of Flavor Town. Hell the fuck <laughs> out. <laughs> he was like, I didn't know they was getting money out of Flavor Town like that. So we left for an hour off that shit. <laughs> Fucking Flavor, Flavor Town. Did you know he the mayor of Flavortown? <laughs> he said, yo, I ain't know this get money off Flavortown like that. God damn. He had a big, chunky-ass AP on. Drop-top Ferrari. I'm like, And I'm telling him, I'm like, dog, he worth like $50 million. Like, he got restaurants all over the world yeah. and shit. But, yeah, that was a funny fucking little... I don't know why I just thought about that. Fucking Flavortown. But, yeah, man, uh, back to what we was talking about. Y'all got to calm the fuck down. Y'all, yeah. the, dri- the, the driving shit is now that I've actually like we talked about it and now. I've, and the craziest part is I said the other day, I'm so happy I was in that in that bus because she was gonna hit anything on that bus. Right, right, right. She was gonna hit something. Yeah, whoever was in your place was getting hit. <clears throat> and all I kept thinking about was, what if I was in my legs? If I'm in my car, because we hit like, like this is my bus. We hit like this. Yeah. Like she hit the di- the corner of the bus. So if I'm in my car, at best it's broken legs. Uh, That's at best. And I'm telling you, she was doing 40, 45 miles an hour with no insurance, no registration, yeah. and then tried to take yeah, off. You sent me a ride a video, and I'm looking at the video like you're clearly planted in I, the lane. I, that's why I t- didn't move. The the one cop, the white cop, was being kind of a dick, and I was telling him, I'm like, he's like, yeah, man. She was saying, you know, you like swerve, so she couldn't go. I'm like. Bro, this is a bus. This shit is 42,000 pounds. You don't swerve these Jones. Right. Like, this, this ain't a crown And it's Vic. a single lane. It I, wasn't like you was in a multi-lane street. So I told the cop, I'm like, the craziest part is, I told the, the black cop, I'm like, real talk, I felt like I came to a complete stop because I saw her coming. And I, these is air brakes. Mm-hmm. You ever hear a bus? That shit, like, they, you stop on a dime. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, when I saw her, I hit the brakes. And I'm like, realistically, now that I'm really looking at the accident... I think I was stopped. So the white cop was like, well, how you figure that? And I'm like, because there's no debris under the bus. So I'm like, let's think about this logically. She's driving a Chrysler 300. I'm driving a bus. The Chrysler 300 weighs 4,200 pounds. This weighs 42,000. Oh, so when we hit, if I'm moving, I I'm, go through, this I go through her. Yeah, I obliterate her. I, I take her into somebody's house. So the fact that there's no debris under the bus means... I was stopped stop. yeah. because if I was still rolling, It'll all that shit would be back. under yeah. the bus. But all the debris is in front of the bus and over where she's at. So realistically, I was stopped. Boom. She hits me and bounces off of me. And the black yeah. cop was like, 
Nigga got a point, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, nigga making sense. This nigga stayed in physics yo, class. Did some like, extra it's, credit. It's just trajectory. I'm like, there, there's no way on earth she moves me back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, impossible. It's impossible. It's just, I don't give a fuck how get, fast that car is going. going 150 miles it's an hour. It's just not going to move yeah. it. So realistically, me, if I'm moving it, if I, I could honestly put this shit in neutral and it's going to push your car. So it's like the fact that there's nothing under the bus, that right there where I'm just like, yo, real shit, when I'm writing it up, I'm telling them, I felt like I came to a complete stop. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? We'll see the tape or whatever, but it's just like the shit was just a nutty situation to be in and... She could have seriously got injured. Yeah. I thought she was seriously yeah. injured. You know, thank God she wasn't or whatever. But it's just like, y'all really driving reckless, going the wrong way, doing donuts, hanging out. I've, I physically have seen that. The oh, we yeah, paid listen. shit, I've seen them hang out the window. I've seen cars being, GT Chargers being driven with three people out the window. It's insane. It's nuts. I said the other day, you stand on 29th and, I mean, on 27th Allegheny long enough, it's like watching Hypnotize Otis and We Pay, like, all together. They're driving backwards. They got four bad models in the back seat, and niggas is hanging out the windows. This shit is crazy. It's scary as fuck. But that's really where we at right now, man. I want everybody to be safe. Um, yeah, be careful, man. And it's like, the whole shit with, just to put a bow on this, the whole shit with people saying, yo, you should start a business, blah, 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 with your P, blah, blah. If you're dumb enough to not understand that people are starting businesses with $2,000, with $3,000, you're not even qualified to give a rebuttal to the people that are saying, well, why didn't you start a business? Like, my whole thing is, y'all didn't me do and, shit Me and, Ch- me and Chad money. started a business with no $1,000. With no $1,000. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like a viable business that we've made thousands of dollars from over the years. It's wild. That one night, we made multiple 15, thousands yeah, of dollars like, you know like, in one night. Yeah. So it's like, you can literally start a business with damn near nothing with yeah. little to no money so it's like you know uh like everybody thinks you have to come out the gate and be well, apple you gotta give up 80 bands yeah. and it's like no like my homie just put up 70 bands to start a business that's guaranteed to make him seven million a year that's different right you know what i'm saying because he had to get healthcare certifications and this and this and like he got yeah. shit that is going on it's levels to everything it's levels yeah. but it's like you can start a buy sell trade business for little to no money buy some fucking inventory get it going put the shit on the internet you can buy fucking my homegirl uh jazz is rich phone fan uh of uh, hello barbie phone fancy she's rich off selling fucking phone cases yeah. you know what i'm saying every business you don't gotta put all this bread out so when people are saying yo why you didn't start why you didn't give yourself a chance to have a leg up is really what they saying right you're not doing nothing to turn your money over you're definitely not leaving it in the bank. That's a foregone conclusion, no. but you're not even doing nothing to try to turn your money over. You niggas ain't even going to buy some ounces of weed to flip. Y'all didn't do nothing no. productive. Just jeans. That's all. Jeans. You got a Mary jeans, and that's it. Just jeans. And some big-ass Balenciagas. That's all you Just jeans. <laughs> I don't get it. Like <laughs> just jeans is a funny ass term, but yeah, that's really just jeans. Denim no, no. everything. Yo, real denim shit. hats. <laughs> it's nuts. Dumb shit. It's insane, man. I, I and me and Ma was having a conversation the other day, and I'm just like, yo, everybody has this thing, and again, this is a. I think this is like the biggest thing that's affecting like our culture. Everything has to be boss status. I'm, I'm a boss. I'm the, and and it just be like, bro. One of my older older guys from my neighborhood went to jail and shit. You know, he came home. He literally bought a lawnmower. He has like a booming fucking landscape yeah. company now. He started with a not like 
a fucking ride. I'm talking about the like one of them. Like yanking the fucking cord lawnmower, and he used it, cut yeah. grass. He wound up buying head shears and trimmers. Then he did that. Then he wound up getting the lawnmower where you stand on the back and you could ride, so he could do laundry. Now he has like truck trailers. Yeah. All shit. It, it's just like because you know what it is because it's, the ball shit is a mentality, and real bosses understand that you got to put your own work in. And like I got a, my, a close homie of mine. This motherfucker. Uh, he in the music business. He own a he own a gas station, like all types of shit. And it's like you'll see him work at the gas station working. He own the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. sometimes it ain't nobody to come to work, so he's there doing the fucking work. He had an artist that he was managing and investing in. He fucking was the driver. They, the artist went on tour with uh, might have been 1800 Tequila or whatever like that. They put a little 10 city tour together. He drove on the tour. He didn't have a driver. He drove the sprinter mm-hmm. on the fucking tour. It's his sprinter that he owned. He drove the motherfucker. So it's like real bosses understand you got to get your hands dirty sometimes. You got to put the work in. Mm-hmm. People always want to have the, the image of a boss but not understanding what it takes to be one. For me, and I ain't even necessarily was talking about the image, but I'm talking about like just the allure. Like oh, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. the grand scheme shit then it's like it's like beneath me and it's just like no you could be the boss of a business that makes a thousand dollars in three days it's a good fucking business business. the other day i saw them on twitter they was going off about some chick was like uh y'all were all commenting on it it was about making like it was like a hundred the four hundred dollars a day hundred dollars a day four hundred dollars a day four hundred dollars a day is like no money and i'm just like bro there if you make $25 $25 an hour, you don't make $400 a exactly. day. And people live, people buy properties off of this. So it's like, to have this mentality that $400 a day isn't no good money, this is where y'all get fucked up, because it'd be yeah. like, what business I'm going to start with $2,500? And it's just like, bro, you can start... A lot of them. A lot, a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of them. them. Bro, shit. Like, you can literally... And here's the thing, right, that pissed me off so bad about people... We all got this. I'm holding up an iPhone right now. We all got this. We all got Google preloaded on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You can go on Google and say, best businesses to start under 5K, under 10K, under 20 You can, the information is everywhere. You can go on fucking YouTube. You can go on Pinterest. You can go on Reddit. And they will walk you through the fucking steps of how to do the shit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Not even that. The one thing I realized is, I forgot who said it. It might have been Ra Uncle Chris. I, I think it was Uncle Chris. Shout out Uncle Chris if it was him. Somebody I remember talking to, and they was just like, getting to the point where you realize that you can probably get paid off of what you like to do, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. Is like, that's where the beauty in like life is. It's like, if you like to paint, you can get paid off of painting. If you like to make cupcakes, you can start a fucking cupcake business. Me and Chad figured out, we both like talking shit. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> it's just like, this is the way the world works. If you like doing something, you probably, 99 yeah. times out of 100, unless you're, th- well, yeah, even if you like shooting niggas, you could be a hit. <laughs> it sounds crazy. But yeah, if you like doing something, you can get paid for it. You just got to find the business in it. And what a you, lot of people don't right. know is how to find the the business in their hobby or whatever right. they like to do. And it's just like they don't they aren't organized enough to find that and be like, "All right, I'm selling cakes to my friends, family, whatever, whatever. If I was to fucking sell 10 cakes 
a day to this, at this number, then I can make this because my ingredients are this, and then I can make an extra seven hundred a week, and then that's right. twenty eight hundred a month, and then I can use that. To, like most people, it's the second level thinking. It, it goes back to what we always talk about, and it's like, it's just like you know how much cake I'm gonna have to make, and it'd be like, all right, and well. it's like <laughs> you, you know how how much cheaper your ingredients would be if you bought it in bulk. Right. That's what you and that's what people don't fucking look at. Or if at. you went out and tried to get a distributor who like supplies the bulk motherfucker, you like yeah. it's just that's the way it goes. It's like and people really just don't understand it. So they sit back almost and be like, uh like I turn what am I gonna do with two more kids? Like that's the way they're here's, act with here's the, shit. the craziest part that's gonna fuck you up. The craziest part is this. We didn't sat and seen LLC Twitter talk for seven years Yo. in a row about starting a business, da da da. Motherfuckers got their Rockefeller startup money and didn't start a business. Right. It's crazy as shit. I never even thought about that. Yeah. They didn't do shit with LLC the money. LLC Twitter has been silent the last couple of weeks. You ain't lying. The LLC Twitter been straight telling motherfuckers don't tell people what to do with their money. <laughs> like, and it transformed. You got your Rockefeller startup money. It yeah. didn't start up Rockefeller. It's yeah. crazy. Damn. Yeah, you ain't lying. Motherfuckers definitely went MIA with the with the. Uh, and I'm going to Miami real quick. Miami's not even open. Yeah. Motherfuckers are flocking to Miami every week. Are we just going to get on the yacht and... Get a I, t- I talked to one of my homegirls <laughs> the other day. She was like, something, 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 and I'm going back to Miami. And I'm like, again? And she was like, yeah, I'm kind of over it. But, you know, I'm <laughs> just like, man. It's like whispers. You know there's other places Yo, you can like, go. Fuck it. There's a beautiful fucking, now Arizona's the COVID capital, but there's a beautiful five-star fucking resort in Arizona that my homie went to for his birthday. It's like, there's other places and other shit you can do. You know what you, you just made me think about? It. I want to speak on this for a second, because since we've recorded last time, it hasn't slowed down. It's actually gotten worse. <laughs> the violence in the airports. Oh, man. I'm <laughs> so lost as to, did you see the joint with the, the guy and his chick fighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the bag, and and it's wild because like you know Lee, she works in the airline industry, so she was literally like, "Yo, the airports right now are the most ridiculous places on the planet." Because what it is is it goes back to the poor shit. You got people who have never flown, who never have been never nowhere. been in an airport, who really don't have conduct. They don't yeah. have manners. They don't have etiquette. Just etiquette, none of that yeah. shit. And they're showing up to these airports, and they like don't understand the same re- like me i'll never fly spirit or frontier i don't give a fuck how much it is i'm just never yeah. gonna do it because one i know that they kind of nickel and dime you for everything this that this that 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 i don't got time for that shit yeah. second i really like flying first class i don't think i'm bougie or no shit like that yeah. but i flew first class once i've been doing it ever since i don't ever want to not do it when i went to new orleans i i bought the uh the quote-unquote Big chairs on Frontier, the first row. Somehow I was still in zone four. <laughs> like, I'm just like, because they want to charge you for yeah. that. Like, oh, yeah, no, nigga, you got the first row of seats, the whole row. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be 38 more dollars if you want to board right. first. And it's just like, so, but this is stupid. People are showing up, and it's like that whole situation. They didn't know that they had to, like, pay for the bag. Basically, she was like, what happens is America Airlines, when you get to the gate, and they ask you, because it don't be enough overhead storage, they'll be like, yo, you, can you check your bag? Yeah, but yeah, we'll yeah. check it for free. Spirit of Frontier was like, oh, it ain't no overhead storage. You got to check that. Give we us, need 58 give, give <laughs> and, and they charge up. It's like $60. Yeah. Yeah. So, boy, of course, you know. Flew off the handle. You got on a D 
dicky set with a red bandana around your neck. A dicky short set. A dicky short set. Yeah, it's like you don't got no fucking home trainer. He flies the fuck off the handle. He starts swinging on everybody in the goddamn yeah. joint. Then his chicks start rumbling. Next thing you know, both of y'all booked. And it's just like you know, the craziest part: the police took like twenty seven minutes. Police to go. took a while to <laughs> but get But then they there. came nine deep and they all had their hands on their guns. Yeah. And it's like yo, the violence already. He didn't beat two chicks up through a fucking duffel bag or somebody. It's, like, and he misses flight. It's not. He got booked. It's yeah. just like yeah. And it's People just, gotta understand. It's like yo. When you in an airport, even though you in your home city, uh, dumbass nigga Arkansas, wherever the fuck you right. at, you are on federal territory. Right. So anything you do now is a federal crime, you fucking mooly. And <laughs> you are going to have to deal with a different court system and uh. national security and all type of shit, depending on how much dust you kick up at the fucking airport. And it's just like, it's better ways to go about shit than the way that y'all be going about it, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like it, it's it's nuts, man. Watching it happen, and I I, I don't. I guess it's just uh, yeah, the, the poor. That's really what it is. It's just it's bringing. It's like for us driving the bus. We all know you probably don't understand. I mean, well, you probably do because you just live life. But us driving the bus, we all like have like a understanding of like you know the first of the month is gonna be a ridiculous. Rough, it's gonna yeah, be yeah, a yeah. rough ride. You know for what sure. I'm saying? And the way it works is the first of the month is. Annoying because you have way more traffic, way more flow. You have way more older people. Yeah, like, way more like, people going places that normally don't go nowhere. I do the forty-eight, and you, you that first trip on the first of the month at <laughs> noon, <laughs> it's all older folks, walkers, canes. It's like driving a fucking bus going to Atlanta. It's like the slot machine tours. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. But we all have that understanding. Now, as the week goes on, whenever it's the first of the month, it's like all right, the first of the the, the actual first be kind of crazy. The second be a little joint. But we all know the third of the month is when it's really bad. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because the third of the month is when the SSI and all of them get their money. And that's when the absolute decay of the society comes outside. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we all have like an understanding amongst ourselves where it's like, you know what's going to happen. And that's kind of where it's at now with like airports, malls, you know, everywhere. It's like the worst of the worst is coming outside. You know what I'm saying? So... Is what it is. Yeah, without a doubt, bro. It's, it's just a crazy time right yeah, now. It's wild. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where do you want to go with this? Uh, I have no fucking idea. I'm open to whatever. All right, all right, all right. Um, you want to talk about WAP? I definitely want to talk about WAP. Uh. <laughs> like, uh, Y'all are nuts. That's kind of how I feel about the WAP situation. Cool video. Uh, somebody brought it to my attention. They was like, they do know like young girls and children are going to watch this video, right? I know. I, all right, I'm going to say this. <laughs> Why are we so offended? Not even going to say offended. But bothered by women completely owning their sexuality. Patriarchy. You ever think about that? Yeah. I mean, it's basically a situation where, you know, for 
the better part of I don't know seven hundred years, uh, men were in charge. What men say go because men were conquerors, men were explorers, shit like that. Men led the world and all of that. And you know Christopher Columbus and Leif Erikson and there's, there's a whole thing that goes back hundreds of fucking years as far as like men being in charge and women basically had little to no rights. Women could like women were literally like given to like their husband at 12 yeah. 13 14 years old they were given to their f- future husband of some successful family or whatever for quote basically breeding purposes keeping the bloodline within this and that and like all types of shit shit they would get their daughters away for hay whatever yeah. they need they were they were like commodities yeah, and it's we like need, we need yeast yeah so. and it's like there were things where like people would be like pray for sons because mm-hmm. a son will bring me this and, da, 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 and yeah. they didn't want daughters like it was just, it's just, it's a whole set of different circumstances and um historical significance and biases and all that shit that goes into it then you have like the women's lip movement and all of that shit uh, fucking Betsy Ross and women like that and uh, Millie Earhart and like all these different women that fought for women's rights to, to just be equal to men. Not to supersede them, just to be equal to men. But within that, it didn't include black women, Hispanic women, any type of women right. of color weren't included in that. It was like, we want equal rights for white women. For like Protestant, American yeah. What became American white women? We want milk drinking white women. Yeah, equal rights to our Protestant milk drinking white counterparts. We want to be able to vote. We want to be able to work. This and this because a woman's wife in the house role in the household was to be a wife, be a mother. That was it. What was the shit back in the day? Uh, Only two places a woman good is a kitchen and a bedroom and shit. Exactly. So now you then you fast forward and then you have the feminist movement, which again initially didn't include black women, Hispanic women, women of color. It was like we we sick of y'all shit and we gonna start killing y'all. We start busting y'all heads if y'all don't stop the oppression of women. Da 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 da. da. So then they advance further and then at some point once the feminist movement couldn't move no further, they started to include. Black women, Hispanic women, women of color, but only really as a like a, a shingle to dangle in mm-hmm. the in the face of other communities to to broaden their base and right. their propaganda and like all of that shit. So I say all of that and all of that history lesson to say. Not only do we not want to see as a society overall, this is not me, this is not Matt, but overall, as a, the, the average middle American society does not want to see any woman in a position where she's owning her sexuality, monetizing it, or none of that shit, they definitely don't want to see it from black, Hispanic, and women of color. Because it's basically like, damn, we've done everything we can over the last 700 years to silence you and to keep you down, and yet and still, here you are, which is producing, which is probably going to be a fucking number one record, just Mm -hmm. knowing how number one records are concocted nowadays. And you had the number one trending video on YouTube, all of this shit, and it's just like... It's number one on Spotify. Number one on Spotify, number one on iHeart. It's premiering every hour on the hour on fucking on iHeart radio stations across the fucking globe. And it's just like, you know, when they're trying to push a message forward, these big media conglomerates can easily get the message out. Right. No matter how terrible the song is, no matter what the fucking message is, whatever, if it's a certain artist that cuts through all of that bullshit... We're going to get behind this and support right. it because it's going to go without us. So it's so it's basically like 
if you can't beat them, join them. Mm-hmm. So even if we don't agree with the message of the song, whatever, we're still going to get behind it and push it because it's Cardi and fucking Megan Thee Stallion. And we don't want to get steamrolled by the backlash of not supporting it and making it like we don't support black women, Hispanic women, and women of color. Mm-hmm. So, but you still have that middle part of society and a lot of men also, because you got to remember, vast majority of people that voted for Trump were Hispanic males. So you have certain people that are within Cardi's direct demographic that still don't agree with women owning their sexuality, being vocal about it, and definitely not monetized. That's why you see all the motherfuckers dissing OnlyFans and this and this. on oh, y'all bitches selling pussy now on OnlyFans. Nah, nah, nah. Like, it, it's, it's a whole thing of, like, control, uh, history, programming that's the word i've been looking for this whole time programming that goes into people's morals belief systems their ethics and all of that and what they want to see versus don't see and motherfuckers are listening to people rapping about shooting killing shooting dice uh genocide all of that and that's cool but if a woman rap about you know her sexuality it's a problem and it's like we thought we crossed this bridge with little kim 25 years ago but apparently we didn't because we got to cross it again i literally was saying the other day i'm like niggas just us and men in general be like man i like that freak nasty hoe shit then women get on records and be like i'm with that freak nasty hoe shit niggas be like these bitches is disgusting stone man. her <laughs> so, like that's really where we be at and i don't be understanding it it's like why does it make people just so upset to yeah. where they just like, what, man? I saw a radio station manager was like, this song is so filthy, I can't even play the clean version. And I'm just like, fam, <laughs> let it go, man. It's just wild watching it. Because for me, I sit back and I'm just like, that's that's what's up. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I say it all the time. I like Cardi. I Meg the Stallion. I love her. So it's just like. Cardi I'm, is fucking amazing in person. And she smells like a dream. I can believe it. Like. I love Meg though, and it's just like yo, like I I think that shit is dope. Like Little Kim, uh, Foxy Brown, you know we we Trina been, Trina, we've been on this shit for years. Eve, and that, the crazy part is like Lee was saying yesterday, y'all love the city girls, so it's like why do you like I don't understand how y'all picking shoes when it, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I guess the city girls might be looked at as like a counterculture or like a subculture, whereas because they they're they're mildly successful. You know what I'm saying? They got like their core fan base and all that shit. All of the you know the chicks that drink henny with their breakfast, like that's yeah. pretty much like they core but like fan base. Look, but, but it goes past that. I was about but to say I think like the that perception song, that, that uh, real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. That shit that that shit went everywhere. Fifty says that on a fucking top ten record. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just like that shit went like kind of global. Yeah, and yeah, it's just yeah. like people adapt to that shit but then turn around and it's like they the, the whole shit when Cardi mentioned the ring you know not cooking not yeah. cooking, and it just like pissed people off and it's just like well yeah she not lying like this is the thing I explained it the other day I'm like Cardi probably is absolutely disgusting yeah. I'd marry her. Yeah, like I, I, I completely understand the offset. Somebody yesterday posted a video on Twitter. Did you see uh he at offset in it and posted a video? It was like, hey yo, offset, real talk. And the the it was Kurt Angle from like a wrestling uh like a pro where this is going. And uh, it was when Kurt Angle was beefing with uh who the fuck was he beefing with? I can't even remember. But he was like, I want to have sex with your wife. Not regular sex. Disgusting sex. <laughs> <laughs> but he at offset the video and it's just like, yo, I like 
I, me personally, I just don't understand why people get so offended. Uh, really, that's where we're at now, just in yeah. life. Like, it's people are going out of their way. Because we're going to go into the Kylie shit. People will go out of their way to be offended. I think a lot of it is, like, people are bothered by, like, women projecting sexuality that they can't. In, in no world can a lot of these guys even begin to fathom the, getting a woman like but that. But the women be like that, too. And is it yeah, like yeah. is 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 it? Cause I, I it's, it's wow. I saw a, a nigga yesterday was like, yeah man, like that that song trash and it's like the shit they put out there like. And he was like, I'm not into the uh, to the to the fake bodies. And I was like, shit, I am. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, dog. At this point, it's so many women who have. Breast augmentations, stomachs done, it's, BBLs. Fucking, I'm talking about regular women who like yeah, work regular at, working women. The post office, the right aid, like that. It's oh. just what it is. So I'm just like, what the fuck are you? We like we back on that one now. Yeah, like, like my girl wanted to get her titties done, and she was asking me how I felt about it. I'm like, listen, at the end of the day, I'm for any form of enhancement that makes a woman feel better about herself. Feel great about yourself. Yeah. Do whatever the but fuck you want to do. But it just has to be done do. the right way. Now, if you go and get your titties done in the back of the Hampton Inn and they fucking lopsided like a pre-style, yeah. I'm going to fucking laugh at you. Babe, fucking take ass. me to the Embassy Suites. For what? So I can get my ass done. <laughs> you know, we got to stop at uh, AutoZone, though, and pick up the... <laughs> 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 like, yeah, that's uh, not it. <laughs> like, what? You know, like, yeah, so it's like, yeah, not that shit, but like... Anything you're going to do that's going to make you... Because at the end of the day, you feeling the best about yourself is what the fuck life is about. So anything you're going to do that's going to have you on that type of time, I'm 100% with that. So I'm never... I, I was having a conversation the other day. I'm not one of them guys that be like, oh, you can't wear this and don't do this. and do. Me, personally, I like that whole shit. Like, I like... <laughs> I, 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 call me whatever you want. I like that ridiculous dress, whatever. You think that's too low cut or that's too high? No. Nah. Put that like the thumbs up ball from 48 hours. <laughs> Put that shit on. I like that shit. Yeah. I'm not insecure like that. Some motherfuckers. I've literally heard this is the craziest shit I ever heard in my life, right? One of my old homies. I didn't stop fucking with him for this, but just in hindsight, it might have been. It just, it shit he would might say. Might have been the genesis of Shit is shit, right. Shit is, shit is just like some of the shit he would say. But he one day, my girl came to the barbershop. And, you know, she came, like, to meet me there, whatever, whatever. And I think we were, like, swapping cars or something like that. She came to take my truck. Cause she, yeah, she came to take my truck. She was going to Delaware, some shit. But she took my truck and brought my car to the barbershop. So she came in, spoke to everybody, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And my, my one homie was like, yo, I don't know how you do that shit, man. And I'm just like, do what? And he was like, you know, like like the, the super pretty chick like as you, and I'm just like what like it was just so bizarre and I'm like wait what and he was like yeah man like that shit like I can't deal with a chick that's just super nice looking and niggas just in her face all the time like oh like he's like I know you peep like my BM like she hit like that shit and I'm just like what <laughs> so, so it's a philosophy behind this shit basically is what you're telling but me. it sound crazy because there are <laughs> men who really are like yeah. that like the the Meg the Stallion the, the car like chicks who's like that they almost become like nervous or like feel like inferior 
yeah. to a woman like that. So they just like, I don't like that shit. Yeah, so like, I think that's what it is. That's what I was kind of going with. It's like a lot of projecting because like they are afraid of women like that or feel like they could never get one. So when they hear a woman that looked that good and, speaking the message that she's speaking, she empowers other women that ain't famous but look like dog. that to be on the same shit and it make the nigga life hard. And then when you go into the sexual shit and I was having this conversation, I'm like, that John for men is kind of crazy because men... J- if you insecure, you insecure about just about everything. Yeah. So it's like you hear a woman talking about, I want to bust six nuts and I want you to do this, that, and the third, and you better be able to last for this long. Men hear that and be like, and I, you know, it, it's like, it's like, <laughs> seriously, it like make you like, uh, Clam up yeah. almost, and me, I like. I'll go right into the gas station. Give me that one right there. <laughs> yeah, give me the Rhino forty four thousand. No, the one that's kind of blurry on the front. <laughs> yeah, give me that. And that's just kind of how it go. And it's just like some motherfuckers hear that shit and just be like, "Man, I like that shit. Like I'm with that shit." Then yeah. other men hear it and be like. They get disgusted almost on yeah. the feeling inferior to a woman talking oh, like that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about Get Money. Think about how Biggie rapped on the song and everybody loved it. But then Kim's verse, it like empowered women, like, nah, do this while you eat my pussy. And men was like, man, what the fuck is this shit? Like, I remember motherfuckers acting like yeah. that. And it's like, it's the same shit Big was doing <laughs> on, on, the, on his verse. And it's, it's like, like, Big wrote it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's like, it, it's it's almost like a uh, juxtaposition, and when the position gets juxt, it's like, man, what the fuck? Like, don't nobody want to hear that shit. Right. And it's like, no, we do want to hear that shit. But it's like when 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 we do the money cash hoes and the tip drills and you know all these songs, it's like, turn up. Yeah, misogyny was the law of the land for a very long time. Dig me. And you know there has been different things that have occurred over the years to try to like you know bust up some of the misogyny and you know the 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 wrong thought patterns that, you know, a lot of men had about dating and women and sexuality and all of that shit. But it's obviously still a lot more fucking work to be done if this is, like, that big of an issue. Like, my only issue was, like, you know, all of the bitches that they going to have capping out of control talking about they wet-ass pussy that's dry as sandpaper. That's my bigger That's my bigger issue that I'm going to have to deal with the bullshit <laughs> for the next six fucking weeks. But like, other than that, do your thing. Like, I, me personally, I just, I don't have a problem with... That I don't have a problem with the song. I don't have a problem with women yeah. talking like that. I, I don't because at the end of the day, we all sexual beings. You're a human. It's a yeah. natural fucking thing. You like sex and food. It's the, really the only two things that make fucking the earth go. Yeah, my man said. My man said some shit to me one time. He's a little retarded, but uh, pardon the use of the word retarded. But he's a little retarded. He was basically like, "Yo, the only thing that could keep me, you know, keep me uh, sane and okay with the fact that I ain't rich is I can get some pussy every now and again." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It was funny because I was having a conversation with Hobie and he was like, um, yeah, man, I don't know when everybody got so sensitive. Like, when everybody, you didn't even think about because you said retarded. I was just like, he's like, I don't don't understand when motherfuckers got so sensitive and so uptight and like, you know, everything bothers them. And I'm just like, yo, period, point blank, period. A lot of the people who are out here right now, and I'm not even talking about like celebrities or media, I'm just talking about people in general. Humans. A lot of y'all wouldn't have been able to function back in the 90s. You understand what I'm saying? Like back like uh, late 80s, early 90s, it was a tough time period. You dig what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like everybody was 
free with the lip. Everybody would like there were no filters. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers would just say shit. Motherfuckers would just do shit. And I, uh, I was basically telling him I went to Pepper in the '90s. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I went to Pepper Middle School, like in the '90s, and that shit was a rough. You had to be quick on your feet in that motherfucker. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I remember one time we got in trouble. Me, couple of homies, we got in trouble doing some shit we were not supposed to do. Miss Daniels was going to suspend us, and. Instead of suspending us, you know what our punishment was? We had to go down in the basement and work with the retarded kids for a day. I'm like, that was the punishment <laughs> in the 90s. And I'm like, Holy fucking like, shit. That, like, that's how crazy the 90s really <laughs> was. But I was telling him what was wild about doing it was that's how I found out when our homies were slow. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I would be like, yeah, I never really see you in the school. And then, you know, whole time he was down there learning how to count with fake money. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, here you go. Because <laughs> like, I would never really see him in the school building. I seen him. When I went down there. I was like, ah, I see what's going on now. Holy shit! Yeah, man. But I don't. I don't know why people get so offended at women speaking freely about sex. I, I just. I do not understand it. I, mean, I just think it's just you know some traditions are harder. The to way break you broke it down about the the patriarchy shit makes sense, but it's just like you know y'all. <sighs> I mean, we haven't like, evolved. Do, do we you, haven't evolved as a society as much as we think like, we do have. Do you not like having sex with women? That's kind of where I feel. <laughs> like, like, I, like me personally, I enjoy. You know, this somebody, some, uh, some, some. Uh, I've seen a couple women say this, but most recently I saw somebody say it, and basically, like, moments like this remind us that most men don't like women; they only like what they can do with them. Right. And it's and it's just like at the at their core. A lot of men do like hate women, have mommy issues and like rejection issues yeah. from when they was fourteen and the girl was fucking a local drug dealer and like shit like that. That they still harbor. They haven't moved. Me past and Jules their had trauma. that conversation last week. I was telling him like, you remember when Oskino was like, all the bitches that fronting on me, I'm a piss on them. It's like <laughs> niggas be carrying that shit around like a motherfucker, man. To where you get like when niggas get any type of money, they gotta let the bitches. The first thing they gotta yeah. do, I gotta let the bitches know, you know, did it and. But the whole time, you really don't even like the chick. Yeah, for sure. And my, I mean, my whole thing is like, I've had every every type of scenario you can have in dating or relationship, I've had it. I've been cheated on. I've been the cheater. I've been lied to. I've been deceived. I've been the one that was lying. I've every Nothing surprises me. Mm -hmm. So when this shit happens, like I don't fucking harbor on it. And it's like a lot of times people do bad shit. They're not necessarily making them a bad person. Now, if you have a pattern of doing fucked up shit to people, you're probably a fucking bad person. But I'm not carrying forward none of my past experiences into my new relationships or my new dating or whatever like that. That's not a no fucking way to live. Like you're being a prisoner of the past. I had a conversation the other day with somebody and she was saying how, you know, her and the, the boyfriend like kind of was like on a break whatever whatever and I was she basically was like he cheated and I'm just like did he was he cheating or cheating cheating and she said what the fuck does that mean and I'm like Cause it's two different it's actually three different types of like cheating you know what I'm saying if you want to be technical but it's like it's a difference from him like hitting something at the strip club and hitting your aunt you know what I'm saying <laughs> like, that's cheating cheating you know what I'm saying so it's like, I would never break the code baby but that's just like I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's like, did he hit something or did he carry on another relationship with another right. woman? You know what I'm There's saying? levels to this. That's why that's Meek's best song of all time. Because that shit is real. Yo, f funniest shit on earth. My pop texted me yesterday. My pop is the funniest guy on the planet. Yeah, because he's 70. <laughs> and he'd be like in the mix, but not really in the mix. So he texted me yesterday and was like, hey, uh, there's a song on the ESPN commercials. It's a rapper. And he keeps saying amen. He says, something, 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 <laughs> amen. Something, 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 amen. 
What is that? Who, who's that? Send I, it to me. I'm like, well, Meek has a song with Drake called Amen. He's like, oh, so it's literally called Amen. I'm like, if Amen <laughs> is the consensus. So what you're saying is, <laughs> I can pull this on YouTube? I'm like, if you keep hearing the word Amen, nothing. Uh, <laughs> I clicked the thing. So he, gets, he texted me back was like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> I was cracking up. I'm like, I'm about silly as hell, man. But yeah, you made me think about what you said to Meek shit. Like, yeah, hey, I like Amen. It's funny, we uh we was with them at Soul Control the day of the video. The day he did the Amen yeah. video, we was at Soul Control before he went down there. I told you I pulled up. <laughs> I had my uh my DTS, my caddy. Yeah. I just got it detailed. Clean as shit, windows down, roof open, feeling good. I pulled up to the block, the you know, Soul Control was at the Piazza. On Hancock I Street. I pulled up on the back block and was starting to come up. It was all these chicks on the corner and they was staring at me, like smiling, cheesing, <laughs> staring. And I, I'm just like, what's up? You know, but what's no, up, bitches? but nobody was responding to shit. <laughs> so I'm just like, they was all looking though. And I was just like, the fuck? Like, and I, I looked, I did like the it was meat me. was in the ghost <laughs> on the side of me. I'm like, oh my. <laughs> like my bad, but he was right on my right side with the ghost. He looked, he was like, "What's up?" Like, "What's up?" I turned the corner and then he came in the store and was like, "Oh, that was you over." I'm like, "Yeah, you know what I'm saying." But they, uh, he had the white ghost, the black Aston Martin. Yeah. With the, they had all they shit out there, and then the big bus came and. Motherfuckers at Soul Control was like acting goofy, like they think Drake on the bus. And I was like, why the fuck would Drake just be <laughs> randomly on Meek's bus or whatever? But then Meek got on the bus and they all bounced. And then that they they posted the shit on like Instagram, like they was filming the Amen at a. Uh the art museum, museum shit. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, because he had on the same. He didn't even change his clothes. Yeah, he had on the same shit he got on the video. Yeah, <laughs> on that Soul Control. And then they had the. Uh, we went to the John that night at a. Uh, Susquehanna Bank Park. They did the show over in Jersey yeah. and shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was funny as shit. He was definitely on my side in the ghost. I was like, oh shit, I'm in the way. I'm drawing. I'm a dickhead. My bad. But yeah, uh, with with the with the WAP shit, man. A lot of cameos in the video. A lot of cameos. Ruby Rose is in there, who I love. Ruby Rose. Listen, I get a hall pass if I could if I could get. You know what I'm saying? Like my 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 girl is okay with me hooking up with you. I think maybe Yo. I'll find out when I cross that bridge. But Ruby Rose, I'm looking for you. Uh, who else? Uh, Mulatto was in the video. Yeah. Yo, the funniest thing quote about Mulatto, JD was like, I didn't foresee all this when I had her on the rap game. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's she talk about projecting sexuality. She's a she's a, a hot little toddy right there. That one. A lot, lot of lot of nice looking women in the video running around half naked. Uh, Suki's in the Suki oh, yeah, from Delaware. In the video, yeah, wild as shit. The um, Kylie Jenner's in the video. Kylie Jenner's in the video. I cannot get on the Kylie hate train. I don't. I maybe I. I don't know. All I, right. So we had this conversation yesterday prior to me and you. Yeah, yeah, we did prior right. to recording. And my my, I'm all for a good pile on. Yeah, like the be Simone pile on. I'm here for yeah. it. Like. Somebody do T.I. did that dumb shit with his daughter, talked about going to her doctor appointments and all that. I'm here for a good right. pile on. The Kylie Jenner shit is the weirdest it's, shit ever. At this point, to me, it's bizarre. I think that's the best word to describe. Yes. It's just bizarre. It's odd. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's weird. And the biggest thing is, like, I feel like 
y'all got some info that me and Matt don't have or something. And it's crazy because me and you normally have a, like all the info. <laughs> we, the boss need the info. Yeah. <laughs> like y'all must have some information that we don't have. That's not like it must be like a a, a Facebook group or something. Like, like what's the four one one? Yeah, like, like where are the screenshots of the text messages where Kylie Jenner was calling y'all niggas? Like where is the the deleted Snapchat my, video of her cursing black women out? Like my, where is my, it? My thing with like you said with the good pile on, the Ti shit, the B Simone shit. Meek when he goes into his simple bag every time he gets on Twitter, you know, like the thing with these pylons is something has to happen. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you hate somebody, you know, they have to do something for you to hate them. Normally, that's the way it's supposed to work. Mm -hmm. So it's like for y'all to hate Kylie Jenner this much, I'll be on the tip where I'd be like, what did she do exactly? What happened? Yeah, what happened? And I said this yesterday to one of my black woman friends, and she was just like. I just don't like her. And I'm like, so nothing did happen. I'm like, so that we've established. You had a funny tweet yesterday. You 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 was talking about that shit. Yeah. No. It was a it was a uh somebody has screenshotted their because they, they have started a go uh, a, a petition a petition on change.org to get her ridiculous. removed from the video. Yeah. And I retweeted one of the comments that had like six thousand likes, and I was like, y'all dot dot dot, y'all do know. That the black women invited her to the video, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all like she didn't just show up and was like, "Yo, ready? Cut the cameras on, baby." But you tweeted something. I forgot what you were tweeting. Oh, it was about the asking about the the wet ass pussy oh, shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And the girl at you was like, "Yeah, I get what you're saying, but." This ain't it. This and ain't then, okay. This ain't okay. And then you came back was like, "So you, you don't did, get so, so you, you don't didn't get, get what I was saying." <laughs> I get what you're saying, but this ain't okay. So you don't get what I'm so saying. So you don't get what I'm saying. <laughs> I fell out off of that. So because because what I was saying in a nutshell was y'all are going to project all this sexual energy on social media, which is your right. But when somebody meets or exceeds your level of sexual energy, they're going to be sexually harassing you or or or, or a rapist, right. which. Everybody played dumb about that part. No, no, you would have to actually commit an act to be a rapist. And I'm like, number one, I was being facetious. You should look that word up. Mm -hmm. You probably won't, but thank you anyway. And it's just one of them things where it's like, yo, we've seen those moments where a man get quote unquote exposed for DMing or writing quote inappropriate shit underneath a woman's tweet. And y'all drag it and y'all take it the furthest, never acknowledging the fact of like, if you advertise something, somebody's going to buy your product. Right. So it's like the initial thing of somebody replying to a thought that you put out there on social media shouldn't be he's he's being rapey, he's being he's sexually harassing me. Cuz when I was in fucking corporate sales, what they told me was sexual harassment is a repeated thing of unwanted sexual advances, meaning you got your titties out, hey, nice titties. Oh my god, why would you say that? If I say something else, now I'm harassing you. Mm. Initially, I'm responding to the sexual energy that you put out there. Right. However, it was later amended to yeah, mean any unwanted I mention the titties. sexual harassment sexual off the rip, and I get that. But the initial nature of humans is you put a thought out there, somebody's going to reply right. to the shit. Patrice O'Neill had a, a bit about that stand-up where he talked about... Because um, he's the fucking goat. Yeah, Patrice is the man. I think it was on Elephant in the Room. But he was like, men working with women is like 
grizzly bears working with, with salmon, salmon. Yeah. dipping honey. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, the salmon walk into the fucking office. Good morning, grizzly bear. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I can't even growl because if I growl, she's like, oh my God, human resources. The grizzly bear did some grizzly bear shit. But it's like, yeah. But the thing with Cart, I mean, uh, with Kylie that, that fucks me up the most is like, she don't be doing nothing. That's the most bizarre part she of it. She be living in her fucking she white was, world. And, and I, I literally said it yesterday. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she didn't walk into the video set with a pistol. And it's like, I'm, I'm getting in this <laughs> video in this or else. Like, I'm pretty sure. This white pussy wet, too, and I'm getting the, in this video. The night that uh, Meg got shot, she was with Kylie. Kylie yeah. I'm like, they hang out. So it's like, I'm pretty sure Meg was like, yo, sis, come to the video. And Kylie was like, all right. And that's probably how it went down. <laughs> now look. Like, I doubt Kylie would... Like, and that's the crazy part. You can't expect her, if Meg be like, yo, come get in the video. You can't expect Kylie to be like, I mean, you know... All them nigger bitches that's bl- following you. black culture. <laughs> like, it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just... Yeah, it's like... It's, it's just bizarre. It's just bizarre that y'all picked this woman. Because... It, they don't hate Ellen. She's the least problematic of all the Kardashians. If you want to keep it a buck. Her and Kendall are the least problematic she, she, of all. She, y'all, y'all love Ellen. Y'all love Martha Stewart. And Ellen's a piece of shit, apparently. Ellen just lost I, her show. I didn't know all that shit was going on up there. Not to go off track, because I want to jump right back in it. The they producer said, boy was on some kinky, kinky yeah, shit. They said, Ellen, they said, basically, if you go back to where she grew up at in like California or whatever, Everybody in the town has an Ellen story about her being nasty to the car mechanic, nasty to the barista at Starbucks. Nasty. Like, she's just a fucked up person. Yeah. I guess that's why she was doing all that giving back. Yeah, because I'm cursing motherfuckers out a mile a minute <laughs> in real life, including the staff. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. Producer boy was wilding, though. All right, so back to Kylie. Yeah. So it's like, you know, y'all, y'all picked her just randomly out the bunch and be like, we hate everything that she do. I saw Van Lathan was like, I'm sick of sharing my culture <laughs> with the Kardashians. And somebody was like, bro, you worked at TMZ. <laughs> like, TMZ start? reported fucking, TMZ pronounced Lil Wayne and Rick Ross dead seven different occasions. TMZ put out Kobe's death before, before the family, family knew. knew. Like, fuck is you talking about? You know what I mean? And that's the thing. Like, nobody wants to, like, just be real. It's like... Almost like that we just going to jump on a train because the train rolling. But take it a step further. This is how much people hate the Kardashians. The dude retweeted and had that comment. There were people in the comments like, a job is a job, and we all need one. And this, and it's like, nah, 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 nah. It don't work like that. You don't get to pick and choose if you for the culture or against it. And if you do some shit or employed by somebody that's directly against the culture and what y'all quote, unquote, represent, we've got to call you to the table for that. Right. Like, so, you, so, no, you don't get to cop out everybody needs a job. No, go... Uh, Dr. Boyce Watkins says a job is, some, is is not something necessary that you have to go get, but sometimes you can create. Create your own fucking opportunity. Right. So, no, I'm not buying that we all need a job shit when it comes to defending Van Lathan and the stupid shit that he says. Yeah, remember I got the hookup when they uh, when, uh he went to go see the, the Clarence Thomas III. He's like, the brothers went down there with guns. They left with jobs. <laughs> like, real shit. Movement went right out the fucking window. Mm-hmm. Yo, we hired. Like, so it's like, yeah, it's like, dog, you work for TMZ. Like, you can't sit and be like, anything is bad for the culture or bad for this, that, and the third. Like, y'all have done literally terrible shit. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. For a living. Like, the fuck are you talking <laughs> you about? Monet- y'all, your organization monetized terribleness. Yeah. Like, that's really what they did. But my thing with Kylie be like, if for me, I was saying it. It seems like ever since that billionaire shit, the, the Ooh, tide has just like turned. That. And that's where it's just like, you got... Because I remember when it happened, it was like, 
Kylie Jenner's business might be worth a billion dollars. And you had motherfuckers like, oh, it's only worth a billion because Kim got a fucking porno. And then you had like real life business insiders were like, well, this really has nothing to do with Kim. She yeah. established her own brand. Yeah. She established her own line. She did her own promotion and yeah, marketing. She invested her own money she put in her it. Own bread. Like this is literally her thing. Like, and it's really like they're headed towards a billion dollar valuation. Yeah. Then you had people like, well, she ain't get it out the mud. And it's like, <laughs> all right, well, this doesn't make any fucking sense. And to the point where you had people literally just saying anything like, uh, fuck that, we shopping Fenty. And, and it's it just like, yo, I, I still am lost as to what the girl did that we're like, everybody's mad at but, her. And before that, they was all buying her lip kits. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, even the, the Travis Scott, the baby with Travis Scott, it's like it didn't seem like that completely pissed people off. Travis Scott literally has like a song that went number one for like multiple weeks, and like you know, baby mama cover it, Forbes, baby got mama these other cover on the, baby mama cover Forbes got these other bitches sick, and that song is like etched in stuff. That song got niggas thinking Travis Scott could be Drake in a battle, <laughs> like real shit. Did you see that the other yeah. day? I'm like, oh, niggas is losing. Somebody it out posted the joint. It was like Drake, top 40, 47 records. Uh, Bill, Billboard 100, 264. Travis Scott, top 45. Yo. Billboard 64. I'm like, yeah, this is, this like, is not that, the same. That, that sickle mode. And the crazy part is Drake is on sickle Drake mode. Drake is on sickle You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, like, it, it, it just, I personally just, again, like the, the, the bizarre shit about y'all being mad at women for liking their sexuality. What the fuck do y'all have against Kylie Jenner? I, I do not understand it. I, I just want to know the root of the issue so I can either get behind it or keep calling y'all stupid. That's yeah, I'm with that. I just want to be able to pick a, a clear side because I'm confusion right now. Somebody add us on Twitter. They never add me. They add you. <laughs> add both of us and let us know what the fuck. Happened. What the fuck is going on that y'all hate Kylie Jenner so much? Because I do not. And I normally, if I don't know, I speak. I speak with my like my tribunal of niggas, and I <laughs> will figure it out. You know what I'm saying? None of us have the answers. No one knows. Like Rod don't know. Nobody knows. Like what the fuck is the root of the Kylie Jenner shit that y'all hate this woman? this fucking much I do not understand it I thought she looked good in the video I thought everybody looked good in the fucking video um, I saw people like oh my god I was enjoying my morning and then I saw Kylie in the WAP video and I'm like she was in the video for four seconds shut the fuck up I'm like your morning is terrible you know what I'm saying <laughs> like what the fuck like I, I, it, it just doesn't make sense my it, biggest problem with the internet as presently constructed is that people pay far too much attention to shit that they don't like and people that they don't like and they just focus yeah. all their energy on trying to get motherfuckers out of here, whether legitimately or illegitimately, and I and I fall victim to it every now and again, also. But as opposed to just like ignoring this shit in the Kylie Jenner case, it's especially odd to me because we don't know she didn't do nothing. <laughs> so it's basically it's like I, I used the example yesterday when we was talking. I'm like, yo, if I'm accusing my girl of cheating on me and. She's like, yo, like, I didn't cheat on you. Like, I was, uh, you think I was so-and-so, but I was actually here. I was with this person. Here's, like, my time stamp for my location, this and this. After a while, if I just keep accusing her of this, there's only but so much evidence she can present that she didn't do what I'm saying that she did before she just throws her hands up and say, nigga, fuck you. You on some psycho shit. Right. So in the case of Kylie Jenner, it's like, 
no matter what defense she presents to whatever issue y'all have, it'll never be good enough because she didn't do whatever there the is, fuck y'all is, think she did. There is no issue. There is no issue. So how does she defend herself against a non-issue? You can't. Right. So she's just she's placed in one of these peculiar lose 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 scenarios where it's like every it's like if they direction come, of the triangle you turn in is an L. It's like if they come and pick you up and charge you with a homicide and be like, yeah, you got to put together a defense. And you're like, my defense is I wasn't I wasn't there. I didn't do the shit. <laughs> like I, I, I wasn't there. What the fuck? I can show you where I was at. That's my alibi. But it's like yeah, it's like putting together. You don't have to come better than that, nigga. Yeah, like. <laughs> 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 Since when is that not good enough? I wasn't where y'all said I was, right. and I can prove it. Nah, you had to come better than that, motherfucker. You had to find four nuns that say that you know you was at church or something. It's like, and to take it a little step further, I hate to be this guy, but it's just like you can't fault her for Kim. You really can't even fault Kim for Kim. Kim has done way more good than she's done bad as of late. Like, no, I'm just talking about, like, they always be like, the Kardashians are only famous or only this because of the sex tape. So it's like, whispers, I got a sex tape. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know My thing is, however, drop, whatever but. you got to do to lift your people up and become successful, it is what it is. No, but like, I, I don't even necessarily think it was that. Like, I'm pretty sure you can't ex- expect that your sex tape would turn into y'all having all these different fucking yeah, lanes of business it's a to fucking, this. Kim's because, an enigma in because, that regard. Because like, in this, like I was about to say, China has a sex tape, Paris Hilton has a sex tape, oh. everyone has a goddamn sex tape. No one's as filthy rich as this fucking family. And like, 55 of them. Yeah, yeah, like, real <laughs> shit. It's like, so you can't really, if you're the young, what, what is she, 21, 22? 22 now, probably. You can't fucking, how, how long was the sex tape? 12 years? Probably longer than that. What the fuck? Kylie Jenner was eight? Nine? Like, you can't <laughs> fault her for her older sister, her older half-sister doing some shit. And, the you know, the mom turning it into this, that, and the third. And now you have the resources. Again, this goes back to the poor. You got the resources. Instead of just going about jeans, yo, we're going to do this. That was where they was at. Like, yo, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. 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 And some of the shit hits. Some of the shit misses. Kanye was a goddamn producer. But his producing led him into rap. His production and his rapping gave him the fucking money and the time to focus on fashion. fashion yeah. Kanye tried. For, Kanye, people don't even dig this. Yeezy wasn't an overnight thing. Kanye went and interned for a lot of big for fashion Fendi, houses. For Louis Vuitton. Fendi, I think he was at Louis Vuitton. He did pastel. He went to Nike and battled with Nike for creative control. And went control. broke investing in his dream of doing fashion. Nike... The Yeezy 1s were insanity. The Yeezy 2s are probably the bit one of, if not the biggest Nike release of the last 15 years. And they released it on a Tuesday as a fuck you. And, and, <laughs> and they straight told Kanye, yeah, we not giving you creative control. And Kanye, like, but I just gave y'all two of the illest silhouettes ever. And they was like, original designs. And they like, we don't care. And Kanye, like, fucking, I'm bouncing. I'm going to Adidas. And they like, you playing yourself. The Yeezy brand is a two-plus billion-dollar brand now. Shit is nuts. But that's kind of what it is when you have the money and the time and can focus on. That's the difference in being like, well, I could just go chill. Kanye was up $100 million. Kanye could have went off and just sat some fucking work. He could have moved to Hawaii and just minded his fucking business. But he just like, no, like I've been wanting to get this fashion shit off since I was a fucking kid. And look at where we at now. 
Yeah. Motherfuckers is in, in Kanye say crazy shit every two weeks. Motherfuckers is in line still. <laughs> Today. Today. <laughs> it's Saturday. Today. Them 350s <laughs> drop niggas is on them. Them 700s drop niggas is on them. Them Yeezy boots drop niggas is paying 350 for the slides. No bullshit. So it's just like, yeah, you can't really fault Kylie for Kim shit and, and her waking up when she a fucking teenager and the family having success and money, which she didn't just be like, all right, well, I'ma just party with the black chicks and be around. She like, no, she went out and put together a fucking viable business. Like, you can't really get mad at that shit. And for you to have a friendship with somebody, it's like, I got white friends. If I, you know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. had white people to podcast. What am I not supposed to oh, invite them? You know what I just thought about? But that don't even make sense. Like, but this is such a strange situation that my they are they mad at her because her friend was. Tristan was trying to get with her friend, and then she, like, chose her sister over the friend because the friend was black. You know the girl. The big, thick one that we like. The, the, uh, Tristan was trying to... Oh, you talking about um Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. Is that her name, Jordan Woods? I think so. Jordan Goods? I don't know. She I looked good as fuck, it. but... Uh, yeah, so her and Kylie was best friends. I'm just... Were they? I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah, they was best friends. That's why it was a whole controversy. Her and Kylie was best friends, and then Tristan she, tried she to smash young. her. She like twenty one. Yeah, then Tristan tried to smash her, and then Ky- and then uh, he did smash her. I thought they just kissed. Did he smash her? I'm not going through all of that for a kiss. <laughs> so I'm just trying to. I don't. I'm just grasping at straws yeah, at this you're point. Just throwing anything. I'm just out trying there. to be like. All right. I'm like. Are they mad at Kylie because she chose Chloe over the friend? And but. I don't know. I honestly think the billionaire shit. Because when they when they was like, um, I think I'm grasping the straws too. Did she? Um, <laughs> we just going down a rabbit hole trying to figure. Because didn't they out. have like something where they compared her to Jay Z? Yeah, that might have been it. You know how they feel about the whole? Yeah, the Hova. I think that might have been the the, the tide to turn. Because yeah. that was when everybody started to, yeah, but whole self-made, that bitch ain't get it out the mud. <laughs> that was when that shit started. Yeah. Remember they had the whole self-made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that might have been it, honestly. I don't know, man. I heard, her and Beyonce never had words. No. No. She's an unproblematic white woman. Who else do black people like? Um, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Obama. She never had nothing with Obama. <laughs> 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 We're just trying. Just, Never had nothing with Obama. <laughs> no words with Obama, right, Michelle? Yeah, <laughs> <Nobody. laughs> hey, we just trying anything at this fucking point. Because I really don't know, yo. Like, Somebody the other day was like, thank God for Cardi and Meg, because uh, Beyonce killing me with these Mufasa Fossa jams. jams. <laughs> 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 fucking Mufasa <laughs> jams. Somebody on Twitter was like, Man, this music is so terrible and it's so trash. Like, bring back Lauren Hill, please. And I comment on it. I'm like, hey, man, look, you can hate it, but at least Meg and Cardi going to show up on time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> real shit. Like, Lauren Hill late to a concert right now from probably two years ago. I remember I had a tweet that went viral. It was like, um, yo, you going to the Lauren Hill show tonight? Lauren Hill. I might slide. <laughs> like, that's how she be. Who all going? Dog, like, who all going to be down there? <laughs> but, yeah, I, I cannot understand the Kylie shit at all. I, I'm, it's so perplexing. 
I tried. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be a white woman apologist. I don't even like white women. Not on a personal level, but it's just like, I don't, I, I have never dated a white woman. So it's like, I'm not the crazy trying to part be is like the Kylie, Kylie looks nice, but she's, I'm not like over the top about her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, no, she look, I'm definitely not, I'm not blown away by her. Cause I, you know, I know 59 light skinned black women that look like I, her. Like, dog, I, I, give me, re, give me Meg over her all the day. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I'm not one of them people. Like, I, I don't follow her. I'm not yeah. one of them people. Like, I got her screensaver on my phone. I'm not one of them. But I'm just trying to get the understanding as to, like, if she she go get coffee, motherfuckers like this bitch going get coffee. <laughs> like, that, that's how they feel. Not ass coffee drinking bitch. Not ass coffee drinking white bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they feel. And I, I be, like, lost as to what the fuck happened and what she did to get this type of shit. So if y'all can figure it out, please let us know. Let me and Chad know. Um, you spoke about the the verses shit, man, and I, I had a very very good joint because I went off the other day in a group <laughs> chat about it. But I, we need to defund verses immediately. Immediately, verses needs to to end. It it just I I per, I said it nine verses ago. Yeah, you it's, definitely was ahead of the curve. It's really it, just it's ran verses. its course because all it does is it starts when they drop the who's verses. You know, Paul McCartney verse Tone Loke. It, it just <laughs> you you just it just starts like nonsense. Miley Cyrus versus Takeoff. Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> nonsense. Paul McCartney got more hits than anybody on planet. You gonna have somebody like man when Tone Logan dropped that funky cold Medina though. But, but I'm saying what what what, what Paul gonna play with when Tone put on Wild Thing? You know Tone Logan was on the Western uh, Western City All Stars and shit. Like, you know Tone Logan got that CJ C C Bear and Jamal catalog. Right? What was the joint with MC Hammer? Uh, you headed for self destruction. Like you know Tone Logan was on that joint. <laughs> <laughs> you got niggas saying anything. Like, no, Tone Loke gave up the music shit. You do the acting. You're like, what acting? Nigga, you was in Ace Ventura, nigga. Like it's Stevie Wonder versus rapping yo, Forte. real shit. What oh, I say? What, uh, what Stevie got for players balls? Yo, what I'm Steve, trying to Stevie figure Wonder out. versus Beans. What's he going to do when Beans play back and bread? What Stevie got for that? It's just nonsense. It's just stupid shit. And they, the, the matchups don't make... The only matchup that has actually made logical sense was the one, the two... That weren't even battles. Erica Badu and Jill Scott turned into like a party for all of the people who don't wash up and shit like that. <laughs> Use incense soap. Yeah, oatmeal soap, and you know, don't they don't take their socks off when they get in the shower. All them people, and then the fucking the Beanie Man and uh, the other Jamaican nigga, uh, Bounty Killer, yeah, Master yeah, yeah. Killer, whatever the fuck his name is, Master Killer, whatever his name is, whatever the fuck it was, nigga had a shiny coat on. <laughs> them two Jones was like parties, or like, and then uh, Neo and Jante Olsen. Yeah, okay, I give you that. He, Neo kind of got smoked in there. Yeah, Jones. Uh, Neo kind of got sat down. When, I, he, when John Tay dropped Don't, I was like, oh, this is getting ugly. <laughs> I didn't know John Tay did uh, just be a man about it. Jante did every relevant big woman banger I was like, ever. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, you know, some, the, but like the 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 dream and the what was the high nigga? Sean Garrett, annoying as fuck. And me personally, after T Pain and Lil John, which was one I thought was like the most fun. Yeah. That was another real good one. After that, it was just like, all right, yeah, you know, kind of over this. Then it just started going like downhill you know what i'm saying to where it's like 
Snoop and DMX was actually a good joint. Me personally, I think Snoop won fifteen to six. Convincingly, I and somebody was like fifteen to six. I'm like, yeah, I, I saw the because uh, it was funny because I think it was Tree sent me like a um. He was like, yeah, uh, look at what they saying in in the in the media, and it said DMX won eleven to nine, but the article was from like a fucking chitlin nigger. Media outlet. Come on, the media. Yeah, <laughs> like the media. I was like, no, this is like some random ass website. So then I went and looked. Rolling Stone did a John. They yeah. had Snoop winning. I think it was thirteen to seven or thirteen to eight or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at the joint. I'm like, it had Snoop winning the first seven or eight John. And I was Snoop like, Snoop came out the that's, gate. That's where, that's where I was at. I'm yeah. like, the, the, I didn't give DMX a song to like the tenth song. And honestly, it was it was like a. I guess I can give yeah, X's like, John Cause it's just like Cause to me Them songs just aren't Bigger and better I said, than, it, to Car- I said it to Carl On Twitter And he got mad at me But I was like Listen I said At the end of the day This is a 25 30 year career Versus a 3 year career And a guy That just literally Made better songs With better production That were about Better shit Like The greatest it, tweet I had during the whole joint Was some One of Carl's Constituents, his his <laughs> underlings, one of them, because Carl started going at it with me, and Carl always likes dissing the fact that I'm from Penrose, as if that's the <laughs> reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. I don't understand, but one of his uh, minions was like, "Y'all crack me up because y'all really be like trying to put Snoop on the level of like Jay Z and Big." I'm like, you know who put Snoop on the level of Jay Z and Big? Whispers, Jay Z and, and Big. Like, <laughs> Jay Z says out his own mouth. I to the East Coast with Snoop is to the West yeah. Coast. Big during the beef got on a record and was like, I'm trying to figure out how to sell records, records like Snoop. Snoop. Like, Biggie and Jay put the nigga on the yeah. level of Biggie and Jay. But, so I don't Jay know what New you York's want me to say. Since Snoop came through and crushed it. Like, it's all, it's in the music. Dog. <laughs> like, Snoop. Like, like when, you, when you hear Jay-Z say, um, from the depths of AC, back to the block, Jay Z, motherfucker, motherfucker from, from the, the, the the rock, like that's Snoop. That's Snoop. What's my name? Like that's Snoop Doggy Dog. <laughs> Jigga my nigga and Snoop. What's my name? Are the same song, but you know who did it first? Snoop. When you hear Jay Z and R Kelly say, "We'll be drinking till six in the morning," that's Snoop. Yeah. These niggas take Snoop shit a lot. Yeah. Doggy style. If not the greatest hip hop album of all time, it's top four or five. And it's I saw people easily, the other day saying that's not a great album. I'm like, Yo, easily crazy. the most quoted album of all it's time. It's not even close. Motherfuckers have taken everything from that album and pieced it together on their own when, song. When you, own, uh, when you hear Jay Z saying Slim with the tilted brim, that's, that's Snoop. Snoop. <laughs> Jay got so many Snoop lines throughout his fucking catalog. It's insane. But motherfuckers just don't know because, one, they don't really listen to Jay. And that's yeah. another one I'll never really get into with niggas. Niggas listen to like Party Hove. Yeah, H to the Izzo. Niggas don't listen to the deep cuts of Hove. And they, yeah. I say it all the time. Hey, I know every Jay-Z fucking record and I ain't even a Jay stan. But just because he was big young and I fucked mm-hmm. with big so heavy I ran into fucking with Jay. Like I always say Jigga's one of my favorite rappers ever. I just didn't really get down with Hove. But niggas wasn't listening to Snoop at all. So they really don't have like a conscience or understanding of just how much shit Snoop dropped and put out into the game. You know what I mean? Like they just really don't get it. They don't. They don't grasp it. So yeah, when I saw the shit, I was just like, "Yeah, Snoop won that round. Snoop won that round. Snoop won that round." Yeah. Then at the end, Snoop started playing, you know, shit from Daz Dillinger's greatest hits and whatever. And it just kind of got <laughs> to me. It just kind of like it was. Uh, it was 
what they what's the word I'm looking for? Not choreographed, but like it was uh curated. Oh, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the night was curated. And my biggest takeaway from the joint when I talk about caliber of artists. Like DMX a lot. I do. I love X, as a matter of fact. Love him. And, and that's the biggest takeaway that I want people to understand. I don't dislike X. I love X. I'm amped to see the Rough Riders Chronicles that they just did for No Limit on BET. They doing a five-part for well, Rough we Riders. we got to start calling a spade a spade as opposed to what, make, trying to shape, shape shift shit into what we want it to be. The, the part that I took away the most when I talk about just the caliber of MCs that they are, at the end, they did their 20 records. They did their bonus record. They did 21 joints. Battle Cat and Snoop, those was the DJs that was there. You couldn't see them because they was off the screen or whatever. But Battle Cat... And Swiss, you mean? Swiss. Who did I say? Snoop. Battle Cat and Snoop. Oh, Battle Cat and Swiss. I'm sorry. Battle Cat and Swiss. Battle Cat started playing random beats. Break beats, yeah. And they started to freestyle. Snoop was freestyling his ass off and catching every beat and yeah. running them. X was almost annoyed. Yeah. Like, oh, I got, I got a joint I wrote to this years ago. Hold on. Like, you know, and Snoop, like, no, freestyle. And <laughs> X was literally, like, getting annoyed because yeah. X can't do it. Can't do it. And that's what I talk about when it's like Snoop 50 and the, high as a motherfucker catching every yeah. fucking beat. He, he and just lives like, this rap shit. He, he a real live rap alien. Like, that shit is just in him. He's just on a different caliber than Absolutely. a lot. Not just DMX. A lot of other rappers. Yeah. Like, there are a lot. Like, Cameron is not on the caliber of Snoop. Mace is not on the caliber. I mean, yeah, Mace is not on the caliber of Snoop. T.I., Ross, Wayne Wayne is. They're not on the caliber of Snoop, though. They're just not. Did you see Snoop talking about Eminem the other day? No, I missed it. He was doing a joint with Charlemagne. And basically, people, like, somebody did a top ten Rappers of all time And Snoop was like I approve of this But it didn't have Eminem on it yeah. So they started Like a whole debate Through like the Oh YM's not YM on it YM isn't on it so I they, saw the headline I didn't watch They the got video. Snoop On the fucking split screen And Snoop in the studio Smoking or whatever And Just You just know Snoop A real OG OG would have come to the shit Cause Charlamagne was like Yeah man like You know Like You You don't think M a top 10 rapper He was like No And he was like <laughs> Why not? He was like, because I know it's a lot of niggas that M just couldn't fuck with in the 80s. He's like, he wasn't fucking with Kane. He wasn't fucking with Slick Rick. He wasn't fucking with LL. And he damn sure wasn't fucking with Rakim. So them niggas is just going to be on my top 10 regardless. I don't give a fuck. M, my guy, he with the camp. But he know. <laughs> so <laughs> He know. <laughs> when a and, nigga say he know, you know. And Snoop just like, yo, it is what it is. He like, he a white nigga that can rap real good. But Rakim means too much to the culture. Bro, and he shit. don't mean shit to the Rakim culture. Rakim, one of the two reasons why I start loving hip-hop. Rakim he like, and LL Easy. mean too much to the culture. At the end of the day, M don't mean shit to the culture. He a white boy. He's like, he came around, he was white, and he could rap. And he got with Dre. Let's not get it fucked up. He got with Dre. And Dre made him M. And like, it wasn't like... Dre became Dre because of M. Dre, Dre was, was already Dre, Dre. ten years yeah. ago, but he got with Dre and Dre made it like acceptable. And we fucked with homie, and he could rap his ass off. But at the end of the day, he don't mean nothing to the culture. So you can't take somebody who's a pillar like he like I'm not. I can't take Cube and move him out the way for Eminem. Real it's shit. just not happening. And Charlemagne like yeah, he like and he he with us. So you know, like, <laughs> he's like, I wish he was coming here talking crazy. He's like, and, and it's like, yo, it's. I always say it like, a lot of times I don't put him on my top ten just yeah. because it's like 
I'd rather put Pun on there. Or he Scarface. got a top ten ability, but as far as his content and all of that shit, like Snoop said, it don't mean shit to. It's black rap music is black culture. We created this shit. We invented it. Right. So at the end of the day, what he rapping about don't mean shit to us. I like a lot of the Eminem records. The Eminem show is one of my probably twelve or fifteen favorite albums of all time. Marshall Mathers LP. Which one? Album. Which one was the one that had like Toy Soldiers and all of that on there? That was after the that Eminem. Was, that was Encore. Encore. Encore was really really good. I'm saying like he got good records in his catalog. But you can't fuck with Cube. No. You can't fuck with Jay. You no. can't fuck with Big. No. Pun could do the same shit M can do, but make the content more relatable to an urban audience. Right. It's like, no difference between Big Pun and Eminem other than at, at, M is still here and Pun not. At the end of the day, you got to think about Pun was the first Puerto Rican nigga to go platinum. Yes. Pun, was, Pun really put on that whole entire Bronx, Latin, that, what they call it, uh... I forgot what they called a mix of hip hop and Latina, the the the, the, the reggae tone and all. He was the first one to do yeah. that, where he had reggae tone singers on rap shit and like. So it's like all of what Fat Joe and all these different dudes became. Pun was the fuck. He was the blueprint. He was the genesis of this shit. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, Pun was that guy yeah. in the Bronx Puerto Rican situation. So it's like yeah, and he that shit blends with our culture. I always would say like motherfuckers would ask me like, who do you think? Because I always say Biggie's the best rapper ever. And motherfuckers be like, so what, you got J-Ray behind him? And I'm like, no. I'm like, honestly, I got Nas just for his lyrical content and his lyrical ability. Nas, to me, lyrically is just better than everybody. But he just doesn't have that sonic boom sound that Biggie has. And then he doesn't have Biggie's cadence. But I'm like, when you start talking about cadence, the only motherfuckers to me who was close to Biggie was Beans and Big Pun. And I was breaking that shit down one day for my homie. And I'm like, when you hear Big Pun rap, you don't see the way he Jump back and forth in and, and out of them. pockets, and you like uh, champagne on the rocks, eating at Fort Knox, glass of raw shark salad with cabbage, poke chops, and applesauce, twin connected, disrespect and watch your body cave in, pump the shot, engage and hit your shorty, shorty while he potty training. training. That that's the shit big would do, where it's like you jump flows almost because yeah. a lot of rappers you hear, you know, when I when I hear puns banned from TV verse, and then big say today's agenda. Got, got the, the suitcase, suitcase up in the Sentra. Yeah. Like, it's the same type of bounce. It's just in a more deliberate way. Big shit was just more smoothed out Duh. because he had it figured out by that point. You can catch me in the Cherry Red 150. Got the Grizzly locked in the Stizzy. Pop the Clizzy going 60 down the one Wizzy drunk pissy. Like that shit is hard to jump in yeah. and out of those those And make pockets. it make sense. And you saying some shit right. too. Yeah. You're not and, just rapping bullshit. And, and I, I always said beans and big pun to me have the closest cadence is the biggie and it's just like yeah like when you look at just what motherfuckers have as far as impact on the culture you you, m might not be in the 20 like when you start talking about lyrical ability yeah m's top two he he has top five ability yeah but when you start talking about like like nas got major look nas got black girl laws nas got fucking uh, half Nas got street Nas got memory lane <laughs> Yeah like, like you start talking About them Jones Like you You can't compare Them so- songs to that yeah. Like where you hear Nas on memory lane Talking about sitting on I mean uh, One love Sitting on this bench With the young boy And then you see that the, the scene on belly You like God damn You know what I'm saying Put some jewels In his coat That he could sell If he chose Like you you, It's just It's different That shit is just Different yeah. rap So it's like Yeah I totally understand What Snoop was saying On that joint so for me, with Snoop and X, I had a 15 and 6. I, you know, not saying I didn't give X a shot, but I'm just like, 
I we know. knew going in like it's just, like and you called it so perfectly. We talked about well, we're gonna play when he plays slipping. Murder was the case, and as good as slipping is. Murder was a case. It's just a better it's record, and it's it a is. real life story. It's like, like it's like based on true events. Like Snoop really had a murder <laughs> charge going on. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is real, and it's just I don't know. Like I, I just I didn't I didn't I I went into it like Snoop was going to win seventeen to three, and like I said at the end when he started playing, you know. Corrupt's yeah, album cuts, like, yeah, like playing was, shit from corrupt streets as a yeah, mother. Yeah, like it, was, it was just strange. <laughs> but it was like really what I because Snoop didn't play so many hits, and I was like, yo, what's craziest? Snoop could do another battle right now yeah. and play twenty songs that he didn't play in that, and he would right. win that shit. Yeah. So now for our more terrible side of versus battles, <laughs> we had the boss Ricky Ross, Ross against two chains against two chains. Why did we have Ricky Ross versus Two Chains? Because nobody don't want the raw smoke. Probably and Two Chains was so eager to. Be, you remember Two Chains was trying to battle Meek. Two Chains wanted Meek. He yeah. wanted Meek three months ago. Like when they first kicked the versus shit off, he would have spanked Meek. By the way, I, I literally <laughs> said I was like that battle would have been like not made much sense for Meek. Yeah. But when he was battling Ross, I'm just like, nah. See now, Ross is a heavyweight. Yeah. Ross honestly is one of like the best catalogs in like. Yeah. Ross got rank. nine out of ten bangers as far as albums go. Yeah. And he got three, four classic mixtapes. Right. Albert Anastasia tape, uh, Rich Forever. The Black Market. Black Market. Like, he, Ross catalog is ridiculous. Yeah, he's got, a, he's got an extensive catalog. Yeah, he's, he's and, not in. And then the thing with Ross, too, also, he has a lot of feature work. Yes. Like, he has John. He has I'm on one. He has I'm a boss. John like, is, is little. This is how hot Ross was at a time. Little Wayne heard I'm not a star and came home and was like, I'm making that a single. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm making your song my single yeah, for the real, Carter Four. And it's like, Okay. Yeah. Like, like it's crazy, but like, yeah, Ross got like big, big features. You know what I'm saying? He's on uh like I said, I'm on one. He's on uh Whose record is Stay Scheming? Ain't that a French record? I think that's Ross. Because Ross is on the cover of it. Oh, okay. I think it's a Ross record. All right. But um, well, that's not a feature. He got Lord Knows with Drake. He's got I'm a boss with me. Like he's he just got, got Devil in a Blue Dress. He's got big, big big fucking features so yeah. it's like yeah Ross catalog is really really extensive and when I saw that I'm just like these their their musics are just so different yeah. you know what I'm saying the, like the their music isn't pitched the same way to go head to head no like not at 2 chains got all high impact high energy club banger records that raw shit is smoothed out like yeah. biggie like to where it's like that it's certain pockets that you can't touch Ross on right. and because of that it's like Chains got hits, and Chains got more top forty and top ten records than Ross. Yeah, but yeah. Ross got more records that matter, right. and as far as cultural impact and that lasted and stuck around. Right. Motherfuckers judged the battle, judging the battle. Somebody had Rich off Cocaine beating Mercy. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, nah. Mercy is one of the greatest, yeah, probably yeah. fifty songs. At least collaborations is probably top ten yeah. of all time. And, and, I, I, and love, niggas, I love Rich off Cocaine, but that shit ain't but better. That's, than Mercy. But that just goes to show you how people feel about yeah. like Ross Records and his catalog. Somebody had this shit score seventeen to three. They was like, and I'm being generous. <laughs> I'm like, DK the nigga three records. How generous are you being? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, yeah, the the record two chains records aren't pitched to go against. A Ross, you no. know what I'm saying? He had to battle like Quavo or somebody like that. I, I was gonna say like the Migos or a uh, maybe even like a Gucci, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Some exactly. shit like that. But like Ross, realistically, in a battle, you're, you're literally only talking about Ti. 
I don't even think Jeezy. Nah. Like, just because Jeezy don't have, like, a significant run. Jeezy got big records. He got big you, records, and he got multiple classic albums. But Ross got nine out of ten albums that slap. You want to know what's crazy is I had this conversation with one of my homegirls the other day. We was talking about music, and I, we were talking about, like, just not mishaps, but, like, missed moments yeah. in music. Jeezy recorded a song in 2008. He dropped it four months before the presidential election. The song is called My President is Black. Obama got elected in, what was that, November mm-hmm. of 2008. And I know for a fact, because I was here, we were out partying, we was out running around. That song played so many times. It just kept playing yeah. everywhere. And it was off of CDs. Could you imagine modern day streaming oh my with God. that song releasing and then a black man becoming president? Be 10, 15 million That old. song would have broke every streaming record. I'm like, because you, you CD, you just skip, skip back, back, re- re- rewind, rewind. So motherfuckers, like, could you imagine that? Like yeah, getting in the those hits in the stream. I'm like, dog, that song would have literally done like hundreds of millions of streams. For months, yeah, yeah, yeah. leading up the night and after to the inauguration, I'm like Jeezy would have made thirty, forty million dollars yeah, off, off of that one record song yeah. alone yeah. if it happens in modern day streaming. Yeah. And she's like, "Yo, you're right." Like I ain't even really think about. It. I'm like, "Dog!" Like, and that's how crazy this music shit really has become. Yeah. So it's like Ross, who came out. Ross has been out now for. 2005. I was, I was literally about to say it got to be like close to 15 years. Yeah. You know what His I'm saying? Debut album was 2005. Like, and he was th- around before that. Think about hustling during modern day streaming. Think about how yeah. fucking big that record. Those was. records are pitched perfectly to dominate in the streaming era. Like you know, Jay Z was straight like, "Hey, I'm gonna come down and do the <laughs> remix. All right, yeah, I'll be there." <laughs> Real shit. It's like, think about how crazy that is. Your first single with the label, Smash It's a Homer J. Like, I'm going to get on that, John. The president of the label. He's like, I already got Jeezy on there. I'm going to do two verses. He's like, they don't need to hear you two times. (laughs) (laughs) They don't need to hear that. You said everything you need to say on the first one. You gave three verses on the first one. We're going to do two more on this one. I'm going to come down there. Like, that shit is just crazy when you think about like modern day streaming and the way yeah. it works. So I was just literally on the tip, like, yo, Ross got so many just monumental records that just Maybach music, you know, uh, Valley of Death, Aston Martin music, Aston Martin music, what uh, Mafia music. It, it just it's too many of them joints. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I didn't really think Chains. No, I win. never thought he could win. I but, just I just didn't. I think he was gonna get dis- destroyed like that. But the, like I said, the music like. Birthday song, great record, yeah. yeah, huge record. It ain't beating nothing in Ross catalog. But like, though. if Ross played "Devil in a New Dress," it's like, all right, right. you know what I'm mean? like. And that's why I mean, like, the music just isn't pitched. Like you perfectly said, it's not pitched properly to go against it because yeah. the music is almost like it's almost like in a different like. Uh, it's not at the same tempo. The I was BP- about to say different tempo, different style, yeah. all of, and that to me is where I'm at with the verses. It's almost like a different form of rap music. It's like y'all are putting people against people just to say we got something tonight. Yeah. Yeah, we got like we got. Like we got M- a quota to fill. It's like NBA. We got action tonight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Memphis Grizzlies versus the goddamn Jazz. It's like nobody <laughs> watching this shit. Like, and that's kind of where Lando Magic versus Cleveland Cavaliers, bubble action. Right. So personally, me, I think we can defund versus. I'm cool with that. We need to defund the sneakers app too. By the way, the, <laughs> the uh, sneakers app is out of pocket. The man. Paris uh, Quay 54 sixes dropped this morning. All week leading up. 
They had him on the joint up to a size 18 all week. So I'm like, yeah, you know, the shit started 10 o'clock. I had my shit set to notify me, whatever, whatever. 10 o'clock come, the notification go off. I go on there, click it. It say, pick your size. Biggest size is a 14. <laughs> I the email, what the fuck <laughs> are y'all? I said a big-ass email. I'm like, what the fuck is going on at Sneakers? Because they did that shit two weeks ago yeah. with the, uh, the sale off-white fours. All week leading up, the biggest size they had was a woman's 16 and a half, which is a men's 15. 15. When it came time to do the joint... Biggest size they had was a woman's 14, which is a 12. I'm, what the <laughs> fuck? Like every time I, some bullshit happened on sneakers, I send a ridiculous email. WTF. Every fucking time, I'm like, yo, we need to defund sneakers. I'm over this fucking app. Go back to just Nike releases on the dot com. Yeah. Something. I was telling Jules, we need to get a plug, like an on the What's ground crazy plug. is, I was just saying this to somebody the other day. It was easier to get sneakers during the camp era than it is during the fucking web era. It's nuts. It's insane, right? It was easier to just go to Kicks USA or Foot Locker, line the fuck up, stay overnight or two days, whatever, and get your shit. Oh. Pay a smoker to fucking hold a chair, whatever the case may be. I literally went to the House of Hoops at KOP to get the fucking Concords, the patent leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Rod went. Came, got in the line. We got there at like 6.30 that night. Got our tickets in the line. They released them at 10 o'clock. Got them and we bounced. It's over. It's over. I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I don't understand why the fuck this sneaker uh, website bullshit, app bullshit is just so fucking hard. One thing I want to talk about before we get out of here, I don't really give a fuck about none of this. We can save the school shit since they not going back. Uh, and then Jill's going to come gonna up come for Jill's going to come on, yeah. Um... The No Limit documentary is so good. It's so fucking it's good. It's so good. They literally hit every point. If y'all haven't watched it, BET, almost black television, is fucking playing. <laughs> Semi-black television. Yeah, kind of black television. is playing. The, they got a five-part series. They got the doing. first four parts is on First four parts already. is out, and the next one comes on next week. It's a five-part docuseries on the, the, the whole rise and fall of No Limit Records, which is one of my favorite fucking record labels ever. If you go look, my 10th grade class picture, I got, got the tank, tank around my neck. Tank dog salute. I was tank dog salute. <laughs> Like, I was a fucking soldier. They're doing a Rough Riders drone, too. I yeah. can't wait to see that. But it gets into just how Master P finessed the fuck out of these labels. It was genius. Yes. He got a distribution deal from Priority where they were handling, he was handling everything, marketing, everything. They gave him an 85-15 split right. on his music. And he said, well, shit, if I can go to the record stores, this is before streaming, and get them to pre-order. Did you see the shit Ross set in the joint? Mm -hmm. Get them to pre-order this many records. I've sold that many records, so they have to give me the advance on the joint, and then I get the pre-sale fucking money. Master P put out 23 albums in one year. In 1998. <laughs> 23 albums. Think about how crazy this shit is. His whole front line went platinum. You just don't see that in yeah. rap. Snoop went platinum. C Murder went platinum. Silk, Silk went, went platinum. platinum. Mystical went platinum. Mia X went platinum. P the, went platinum. He went platinum, and the No Limit All-Stars went platinum. We all went platinum individually, and together we also went platinum again. <laughs> like, think about how nuts that is. Yeah. Then his second line, Cain and Abel, Fiend. All went gold. All went gold. It's just <laughs> like, what the fuck? 23 albums in 1998, 16 of them went gold and platinum. 
craziest shit. And you getting 85%, 85% off yeah. of all of that. Well, the, it, it was originally negotiated 85-15. Then they um, added the yeah. marketing budget back and ended up being default in the 80-20. But he got 80% of the pre-sale price. And the CDs was what? $10 pre-sale. Yeah. Some shit like this. He got $8 a CD. A real, not that Koch Records $8 a CD no. bullshit. He got a real $8 a CD. He made the Forbes list. He made $58 million in 90 fucking eight. That gotta be equivalent to like it's, it's, four hundred million nowadays. No, right? it ain't that high. I was gonna say because they said if you go back to the seventies, everything should be times ten. So that's the seventies. So you so figure go back to ninety. So at least everything's times probably four? like three or four. So basically two hundred, two hundred, two hundred million, two fifteen, two twenty day money. Yeah, like that. Just out of the gutter, out of like a bullshit ass office uh. in in Baton Rouge, it's crazy as fuck. It's a really good and the, the dope part I like about the documentary is they didn't miss anybody. The only person not on there is C Murder, and he's locked of, the fuck up, you know, for federal, obvious reasons, federal provisions. <laughs> but they got Snoop, Fiend, uh, the 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 KLC camp members. They got Mia X. They got, they got fucking, Sonya Miller, his ex wife, and they, they got, don't even speak. They got Mercedes. They got fucking Mystical. I thought Mystical was in jail. Serve on. They got Serve on. They got everybody on this motherfucker, dog. I was shocked when I seen uh, some no, of the faces. excellent, yeah. It's excellent. Uh, and, and Silk the Shocker, of course, because yeah. he passed away. There's the only motherfuckers not on there. It's him and C. Murder. It's crazy. They went and they dug up every fucking body for this joint. They got the fucking execs from Priority, the old record store owners. They got death row niggas on it. It's crazy <laughs> as shit. I didn't think BET had this kind of budget. No, I don't know. That must have been Peep doing the groundwork behind it, because you know how he is. They say, it says the uh, executive producers is him and Romeo. Yeah, so. so that means they did the groundwork and probably brought it to BET. They probably brought it to everybody, and then BET picked it up. Straight up. But yeah, it's a really it's excellent. It's an it's A plus documentary. It's really, really one of the best documentaries. One I've of watched. the five documentaries, best documentaries, probably all time. If y'all get a chance, definitely go and check that shit out. Um, how how long have we been going? It's two hours. Yeah. Are we at two? We at two. We was flowing. Uh, don't feel like it. No, because we only did like four or five topics. But yeah, we was flowing, baby. See yeah. what it is is we did that four hour shit, and that kind of like <laughs> it set a new blueprint. How many people hit you like y'all need to do four hours every time, dog? I, like, like, Jules, like first and foremost, thank you for listening. Second, fuck you. <laughs> Jules went first, and all Jules was like, oh shit, this is really four hours because he saw like three hours fifty minutes. I'm like, yeah, and he was like, you already know, motherfuckers gonna be like, yeah, y'all need to make all the drones four hours, and I was like, nah. He's like, I'm telling you, man, like people Not really Rogan. fuck with. Y'all, dog. Like he's like, I'm overseas. Motherfuckers fuck with y'all over here. And then literally, as he said it, people start DMing me like, <laughs> so y'all knew shit gonna be four hours all the time. I'm like, no, no. Nigga, like, <laughs> fuck no. Fuck so, no. You know we uh. I'm done. I, I got nothing else to talk about. Promote. Um, we are about to actually. We still going to still we're be staying working. Here. We're, we're going staying over. here. We're going over. We about to uh, do one fan radio show, which is our first time. Uh, and this is like only the second time me and Matt did a joint podcast together. Right. Uh, we did a slap show we're before. We're going over. Yeah, we going over. We just recorded. But we're going to do another podcast yeah. right after this. Same studio. Same studio. One fan radio. Shout out to Black Kira. Everybody from One Fan Radio. Um, yeah, that's all I got, man. I can hear them being niggas in the hall. Yeah, they was grabbing the door and shit, yeah, twisting yeah, the handle. Yeah, weird shit out there. <laughs> they out there. But yeah, we're going to stay and we're going to record another show. So, so we don't have four hours on our show, but we got no, four hours of content for you. Four hours whole. Total. So you're going to listen to some other niggas also. Yeah. To get the second part. Facts. How it goes. Peace. We out. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. 
So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba.